Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. The Hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! I don't know if you've seen this video yet. I haven't. All right. Before uh, we start the show, up, a little pre-show. Well, uh, what's new? What, what are you doing? On CNN uh, Headline News, they have the video of the mother who is trying to calm her daughter down for some reason by spraying her in the face with a power hose at one of the uh, car washes. Mother of the year. Yes. Wonderful. And no charges have been brought against his mother. Of course not, as they shouldn't be. What? What? What's uh, new? What are you doing? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. We are live, my friends. It is Saturday night in D.C. That means you can step into your safe place called the hideout. We're your hosts on this Saturday night. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. More than anything, and I mean this, more than anything in the world, we want to speak to you. 800-636-1067. That's how you get a hold of us on the phone lines. You can get a hold of us on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio is the name on there. And hideoutradio.com is the shell of a website. Yeah, it is. There might be new stuff coming to it or never. Um, and starting this week will be the blogging of yardstickofdeath.com. That's right. That all needs to get started. That our, will start Monday. Our apologies uh, much deserved vacation I took last weekend as I was in Dallas, um, really working hard, watching baseball and watching the Dallas Mavericks. But I have, uh, I am recouped, I am fresh, and I'm ready to speak to the masses. So here I am, uh, unfortunately, with Dubs. And so it begins. Please come into the hideout tonight. Uh, also tonight, J-Dubs, I'm very, uh, big announcement. Very big announcement. Yes, a lot of stuff going on for one of us. It's a huge announcement, man. I think for I, one of us, yeah. I think everyone for one of us is terrific. I think everyone in the hideouts going to be really excited. Mm, I think the f- I know one person isn't, so I can't say everyone in the hideouts going to be really excited. But a lot, maybe. Listen, you're not going to want- one person I know is excited. One person I know isn't. The rest can follow as they may. Listen, you may have to pick a side. That's all I'm saying. We'll leave it at that. Uh, nonetheless, my friends, we are here with you on this Saturday night. There is a lot to get to, uh, including normal things that we would discuss mm-hmm. on a Saturday evening. 
But uh, before we get into any of that, oh, I have a lot of stories from my vacation, too. Do you? Yeah, going home, anytime you go home and you see family, especially the first trip home at the age of 30, kind of disappointing. Uh, my dad didn't do the usual, hey, let's swing by the ATM and give you $300 before you go home. Yeah, that kind of ends at your, uh, after the 20s are over. I was a little disappointed by that. Uh, there's something that my mother did that I, I want to share with you. Also, how I'm jealous of my little brothers. But I can't get into any of that personal stuff. I can't, I can't get into all... I can't even make the big announcement yet because I'm saddened. Obviously, there was big news this week, mm -hmm. and it, it, it really it, it has broken my heart. I hate to see when bad things happen to good people, mm -hmm. and it, you know it's really it's odd. It, it, it puts it puts things in perspective when you hear an announcement like Brett Favre having pancreatic cancer you hear something like this and um, you say wow why him this shouldn't happen to super bowl winners this mm. this this is left for i don't know someone someone who doesn't have an mvp ring someone that didn't grace you know lambeau field and i understand you know it's something that we all need to deal with in our own personal ways this uh, this announcement of pancreatic cancer for Brett Favre. Because when you think about it, and I don't want to give him a death sentence now, maybe God needs a quarterback. And maybe it, God needs an interception. But well, I think you no, may no, be confused. No, no, no. On the flip side, though, I'm very excited, super excited about the new uh, Monday night lineup. On NFL Monday Night Football, mm -hmm. uh, that Patrick Swayze is joining. So I'm, you know, there's good and there's bad, but you, you know, you, you deal with it, and that's what life's all about. It's about the yin and the yang. You know what I mean? It's about the yin and the yang, and then dealing with it from there. I think your black and white yin and yang has turned a little gray there. Mm -hmm. You may be a little bit confused. Mm -hmm. It's Patrick Swayze who has pancreatic cancer, and Brett Favre retired. You may be a little bit confused. A little. Uh, what? No. What, what, what happened again? Uh, Brett Favre retired. Here's the audio of him retiring. Quarterback Brett Favre is retiring after 17 years in the NFL. Favre leaves the game as a 17-year veteran, fresh off an outstanding season. But it was the passion with which he played that has made everyone a Brett Favre fan. The 38-year-old set several league records, including most career touchdown passes. Three MVPs, a Super Bowl ring, more wins than any NFL QB. None of these individual records would have happened had it not been for the fact that I played in every game. The uniqueness of Brett Favre, his personality, charisma, and love of the game, undoubtedly will leave him as one of the enduring figures in NFL history. So he retired, and but he, Patrick Swayze... But he retired because he has pancreatic cancer. No, his wife has cancer, I believe, but not pancreatic. Mm -hmm. And pa Patrick Swayze is not joining Monday Night Football. He has nothing to do with football. He has pancreatic cancer, and he has what they're saying is five weeks to live. I don't even think that. I hate to be a... I don't know. Uh, a dark cloud on his day. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's going to be five weeks. I think he's got a few left in him. And then he's going to um, I don't know, die. 
Wow, I got egg on my face. I uh, it's not egg. I should really pay closer attention. Yeah. When I'm watching the news, I mean, that's what happens when I'm working well, it, sixty-hour it, work it, weeks. It, it's the ticker. It will, uh, you know, get kind of confuse you. It goes by really fast, mm-hmm. so you kind of get everything jumbled up. Well, now I really don't care about either. Why? I thought it was a kind of cool story. Patrick Swayze, nothing to do with football. He's joining Monday night, you know. Like he's, he's Dennis Miller? going to become a broadcaster. Yeah, he's a young kid with a dream. So a guy quit football. What does that matter? He quit football because he is probably uh, the best quarterback that the Green Bay Packers have ever had and one of the greatest that the NFL's ever seen. Oh, uh, let us not forget about Aaron Rodgers, who uh, obviously is going to be the best. Bart Starr, Brett Favre, who needs it? All right, so then, uh, whatever then. I'm ready to move on at this point. Uh, I really could care less about Brett Favre and his retirement. What about Patrick Swayze? Who? Patrick Swayze and his pancreatic cancer. Wow, when did that happen? About... God. It happened this past week. Are you serious? Yes. We just talked about it. Oh. What happened? The star then? of Black Dog. Never the heard The star of, of Dirty Dancing. Okay, got that one. The star of... Uh, to Wong Fu, thanks for the memories, Julie Newmar. Yeah, that one apparently seems to be a Hollywood killer. Yes. Because it killed Wesley Snipes' career, killed John Leguizamo's, and now it's literally killing Patrick Swayze. Yeah, um... Ghost, mm-hmm. Unchained Melody, mm-hmm. all these things. Uh, I put together a little bit of a, I don't know, Patrick Swayze moment, if you may. A moment, okay. A moment, just so we can maybe reflect. Now, is he a big deal? Of course he is. It's been everywhere. That's the biggest story of the week, I would say, is Patrick Swayze. And it's funny. If you, it is funny. If you, no. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> if Patrick Swayze would have come out with a new movie, everybody would laugh. Mm-hmm. But now that he has cancer, we're celebrating him for great movies like Roadhouse. So, let's reflect. Um... Hokey says, I will keep Patrick Favre in my prayers. I think that's what we should all do. We should all take a moment to remember Patrick Favre. Do you think he saw the black dog? That's why he died? And his retirement from pancreatic cancer. What did you have? You have a little clip for us? Yes. Well, hold on. Do you have the one clip really quickly of people wishing uh, Patrick Swayze well? Did you see that one? The Ray Romano and Ah, Shannon Elizabeth one? Play that one really quickly. He's a good guy. He's a really nice guy. I hear good things about him, so I'm really pulling for him. Patrick, we all love you. Get well soon. Can you imagine the amount of ass that pancreatic cancer is going to get Patrick Swayze? Shannon I wouldn't Elizabeth, mind catch it. Shannon Elizabeth wants him now. I'll be honest. When I first heard about Swayze's retirement, I was thinking... It's my, not retirement. It's pancreatic cancer. Right. Uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Whenever I first heard of this, the first thing I thought about was, is he still getting ass? Is he still getting any? Is it possible? Would sure. You, would you still? Like, after every single climax, would you think, man, that might be the last time I ever climax. That's why I wouldn't stop. I would continue like a geyser. I, <laughs> there's no way you could uh, you could stop me at that point. You, know, you, you got to go out doing what you love. Right. All right. And uh, for some reason, he's still working on a pilot. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. He says he's going to go on with this pilot, which I guess, you know, it's not a bad idea to set up uh, whatever family you have. The Wild Hawk wants to know, does this mean Kurt Russell wins the war of the Pompadour? No. It might be. Um, 
Would you say that this is Patrick Swayze's last dance this month? I've heard bad jokes this week, like no one puts baby in a coffin. I've heard bad jokes, but that one may be the worst. <laughs> Why? Listen, there's obviously I have a mental issue <laughs> because I find it entertaining. But look. You think he's going to be laying there? Telling uh, Ralph Macchio to stay gold? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I personally, personally, this is me. The guy, I don't care. He had a great life. His 55 years are better than our years will ever be. Jennifer Grey, he had all these movies. Mm -hmm. He was Roadhouse. I mean, whatever. He's amazing. Dalton. Yeah, Dalton. He was Dalton. So, listen, whatever, he's going to die early. Best damn cooler in the business. He he lived more than any of us could have ever, so we should be happy for him. Oh, boy. All right, what do we, uh, what's your little, what's your clip that you have here of Swayze? Just a reflection. Tonight, the hideout pays tribute to a man. In the pure form of the word, he is Patrick Swayze. I've hired the best damn cooler in the business. From now on, he's in charge of all the bar business. What he says goes. Dalton, Morgan, you're out of here. What the f are you talking about? You don't have the right temperament for the trade. What am I supposed to do? There's always barber college. <laughs> you're a dead man. I'm telling you straight. It's my way or the highway. Cancer may be eating away at him, but we have feasted on his talent for years. Patrick Swayze. Pour a little out for him. I just can't wait till they retire his number. He didn't play sports. There's no number. Um, yeah. Who was that again? Patrick Swayze. Uh, I thought it was Brett Favre. No, Brett Favre. 800-636. the football player who retired. 1067. Gotcha. You I getting it all straight? I think I'm figuring it out. I think I'm finally getting all that. So, Dubs, there it is. Hey, speaking of death and mm -hmm. funny, uh, Jack... Uh, John Ritter. John Ritter. I almost said Jack Tripper. <laughs> well, it's really, it is. Uh, John Ritter, they released the 911 call. Not the 911 no, call. No, it was a call to his wife. It was the last call he ever made. Mm. And Patrick Swayze should stay away from uh, voicemail. Because eventually, at some point, the last it's voicemail... It's going to go viral. Yeah, the, the, that's not the same. Mm. Don't be stupid. Uh, cancer's not a virus. Or is it? Uh, nonetheless, though, the whole thing is John Ritter left a voicemail, I guess for his wife. Mm. And it was the last voicemail he ever left, and they released that this week. And I just, I don't know, think about it. Like, this is this this is the last thing your wife would ever hear. And how did this get released? I didn't even look into that. Like, how did she keep it? I'm sure she had it and kept it, and some, and she just figured, you know uh, what? I'm going to have to look. I know where I can go to look that up. i got to look that up. Drudge? No, I, somewhere else. Okay. Uh, it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I'm Hefe. That's Dubs. Uh, we are live on a Saturday night if you want to hop in and, uh, you know, even kind of create your own verbal memory quilt for Brett Favre. You can do that and talk about your favorite Brett Favre moments as we only have these last few weeks with him. 
Uh, go ahead, Dubs. Let me hear. Um, Patrick Swayze. Jeez, I did it again. Uh, let me hear the Ritter voicemail. Yeah, the Ritter voicemail. Hey, honey, this is uh, John. Hey, I'm in my dressing room. I'm not feeling very well. You know, I'm puking and sweating and stuff like that. And I think I ate some bad sweet potatoes and pork left out in the sun. I don't know what I did. I mean, I'm sick. So they would call a doctor and take a look at me, and I'm here by a lucky. What's so funny? <laughs> he thinks he's dying of sweet potatoes and pork? Yes! Why is that funny? I wonder why you had a heart attack, sir. <laughs> Mr. Sweet Potatoes and Pork <laughs> left out in the sun. Joke or not, how awful is that? Yeah, just running down your last meal to your wife, and that's how she remembers you, Mr. Sweet Potatoes and Pork. You think she could ever look at that meal the same Ooh. again? No, she's never eating that kind of stuff again. She's never going to a barbecue again. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, There's it, nothing it, sweet about them potatoes. Wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I And what, I mean, you should probably always, especially you, in your health condition, eat your last <laughs> meal like it's your last, you know, like, like your last meal that you ate should be eaten like it was your last. So if you are calling your your girlfriend to say, hey, uh, I'm not feeling well because I ate, you know, whatever dude you were with. uh, Don't worry about it. Um, Yeah, they, they, so it's not recorded like this and everybody's remembering you as sweet potatoes and pork. He should be remembered for his greatness, which is tripping over an ottoman. Here's what I love. I wish that people would go to his grave and just leave sweet potatoes and pork, and just leave it out there. And then the family has to come and clean that up. <laughs> and it's just an awful reminder. That's his new roses. Of course. What would you rather? A bouquet of pork. Yeah. Just, just a nice vat of lard, and there it is for you. Now, the interesting thing is, you know how he did the little I love you thing at the end? You, you know, think- I knew. Jack's Bistro would not be a good place to be eaten for his last meal. All right. It seems like you're running a bit, and that's really inappropriate. He's dead. That's really uncalled for. And it's the, it's things like that. Well, I'm glad you only had two portions, because three's a crowd. Um, yeah, I got this from Pokey, too. He's like, man, my favorite Favre moment is when he refused to put Baby in a corner. I'm with you on that. That's what makes him stand out as a uh, as a dancer at Brett Favre. So, Dubs, great vacation. Did you enjoy your weekend off? I did. I enjoyed. We did not do the hideout last weekend. I did absolutely nothing over the weekend. I relaxed, um, hung out with the dog. Yeah, it was very, very relaxing. I didn't have to do a whole hell of a lot. And uh, I put together a hell of a best of for for the people in Washington, D.C. We call it a mixtape. Mm-hmm. We've always called it the hideout mixtape. And you did. I, I, I'm trying to bring it up right now for whatever reason. My computer's acting really slow in front of me. Uh, but uh, I got some really nice comments as soon as the show started mm-hmm. about how great last week's mixtape was. And a lot of it was stuff that D.C. probably hasn't heard yet. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because when I was on vacation... This is how much of a narcissist I am. When I was on vacation in Dallas, I listened to the mixtape. Yeah, that's... And just giggled along with it. Uh, genuinely loved it. I didn't even tune it on to make sure it got over there sent right. 
Really? No, I I just you know kind of said okay. I hope that worked. Yeah, I listened and it was very very good. So there's a lot of stuff we want to get into this evening. I do have the uh, the trip home that I took. Also, as well, uh, I get to talk a little bit about the election, don't we? Just a little bit. I mean, it is D.C. I don't want to get into the the meat and potatoes of it, but or the pork and sweet potatoes. Oh, damn it! If I was any sort of a comedian, I would have remembered that callback. Uh, but yes, uh, you know, there's a lot of that stuff we want to get into. Of course, we'll take your phone calls at eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. My question to you, Dubs, mm-hmm. as my co-host. For now, should we make hmm? the big announcement next? Because maybe we 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 well we put a you know something up on hideoutheretics.net, which is the fan board hideoutheretic.net hideoutheretics.net the hardcores of the hideout come mm. heretics, and you know they have a listening thread and stuff that goes on there. And one of the things I posted on is tonight we're making a really big announcement, and. Do you think we should do that when we come back? Yeah, let's do it next break. I think there, it'll get a lot out of the way so we can kind of just go full bore for the rest of the show. Yeah, because I worry if we kind of leave it lingering, then, I don't know, it might not be good. Like, I know you have some stuff that you really want to talk about, too, mm-hmm. even concerning this announcement. Yes. All right, well, then let's take a break. We'll come back. It's your friends in the hideout. Hefe. And for now, Dubs. On 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dub. That's bad radio. The Hideout. Tonight, The Hideout pays tribute to a man. In the pure form of the word, he is Patrick Swayze. I've hired the best damn cooler in the business. From now on, he's in charge of all the bar business. What he says goes. Morgan, you're out of here. What are you talking about? You don't have the right temperament for the trade. What am I supposed to do? There's always barber college. <laughs> You're a dead man. I'm telling you straight. It's my way or the highway. Cancer may be eating away at him, but we have feasted on his talent for years. Patrick Swayze. She's not the way. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. Or we will destroy this place. Hideout. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Doves. want to thank Stamps who said, you guys, mixtape was so funny, it practically crashed the car, and yet it wasn't podcasted. That's Doves. Why the blank aren't you guys on weeknights at JFK? Come on, they got Rome on, and you guys are only doing one show a week. I like Rome. But thank you, Stamps, for the positive positive comment. So Lou on the Instant Messenger Hideout Radio says, Oh, man, up at College Park, 106.5 is bleeding into my signal, so I can't hear you. Hey, dummy, you're online. <laughs> WJFK.com. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus. There's some speculation as to what the big announcement we're about to make is, including that I'm going to be a father. Stay tuned for that. But already getting some blowback as well concerning Patrick Swayze. Pregnant. I am. 
I am tubby right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, people kind of giving us some crap right now about Patrick Swayze and <sighs> laughing. Same with John Ritter. And my point to this is, listen, all right, so we got a couple chuckles. Yuck, yucks. However, if you could say that you could have lived Patrick Swayze's life and gotten patch- pancreatic cancer at the age of 55, would you trade places with the horrible existence that you have right now? Yes. Of course you would. Also, if Patrick Swayze came out with a new movie, if he was in Dirty Dancing 3, we wouldn't be able to make fun of that. Why can we have respect for him in one case and you know can make fun of him in another? You got to group it all together. It's all fun. It's all funny. I agree with whatever it was you just said. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. So you don't even listen to me anymore. I've tuned you out. You're right. On the instant messenger, I get this. Rome is awful, and I said no. Rome is burning, and they say he should be burning at the stake. So listen. Don't be angry. He's one of our team members. Mm-hmm. And we support management as long as they want to have Jim Rome on instead of us. In fact, I welcome it. I think it's a great move. <laughs> Did you have anything you wanted to talk about here before we get into our announcement? No, I think we should uh, just get the announcement out of the way. Uh, I and think then we can well on it. I would rather just push it out of the way and bowl through it like nothing's wrong. Like, nothing's wrong at all. All right, my friends. Uh, I'm Hefe. That is Dubs. This is The Hideout. We've been doing this show for how many years now? Oof. Six? No, seven? Not si- no, no, no. We've been working together that huh. long. We've been doing The Hideout. What is it, 2008? Oh, about five years. Yeah. We've been doing The Hideout for five years. And as you can see, it's gotten us back to Saturday nights. <laughs> so, I have decided to move on in my career. Would you like just to play the promo, and then we can explain from there? Uh, okay, yeah. Here, Here is my... Well, I don't know. Maybe I should announce it first. You don't think I should announce it first? It's up to you, buddy. I don't know if we're really that close anymore. I'll have a... question that as well. I'll have a have uh, taken one position while there's another position bending, pending. We don't really say this a lot, but we're not in D.C. We do this show from Tampa, Florida. And uh, we do it from the studios of a news talk station on the 10th floor overlooking the bay. It's actually really nice. It's a really cool scene. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd rather be in Fairfax, but mm-hmm. this is a prettier scene than Main Street. It is. Uh, 100 Main Street that, that is not the greatest uh, visually uh, around there. Those atrocious apartments across the street aren't great to look at, yeah, but I would much rather be in Fairfax, Virginia. Well, I don't know if I would, because starting March 17th, I, El Jefe, will become Dro Silva and do mornings at News Talk 1040 WWBA Tampa, Florida. That is fantastic news. Congratulations here, here, all around. You're actually giving yourself congratulations. You are. It's the radio, and everyone hears you doing it. I am not. I'm not clapping. I'm not doing the congratulations. So yes, I have been a master on the FM talk dial for five years now, and it's time for me to go to the future. AM talk. <laughs> Leaving the the barbaric 
and prehistoric FM behind and let's moving think, on to beyond FM, behind behind uh, XM, beyond Sirius, it's AM radio. Think about it. If these platforms were so great, Marcotti would have invented them first. No. He's, he invented with the best. Mm-hmm. He started with the best. And that's AM radio. And the that's best where is what you can't get under a bridge. We don't want the trolls listening. That's true. <laughs> All right, here's the here's the promo. Premiering next week, Dro Silva. Stop being distracted by the meaningless. From nine to ten a.m. OJ, it does not affect you. So don't spend hours of your week consumed with it. Don't waste your time on these things because they're distracting you from the real issues. Bro, Silva. Dummy. From 9 to 10 weekday mornings following Mark Larson's Morning Magazine. Part of the News Talk AM 1040 WWBA difference. I'm going to get you. I do owe you a birthday present still. I'm going to make sure that I go get you some icy hot patches for all the chest beating you do on that stupid show of yours. Not stupid, Greg. And also, I like the promo because I'm in it. I don't like the way it's put together. I think it's really put together poorly. It's an excellent promo. I think it makes you sound way better than you are, if I could say so myself. Um, any other announcements you want to make? <laughs> what is the show going to be back next week? I honestly don't know. We're kind of on an hour-by-hour basis at at, uh, WJFK. 106.7, where the show's going on right now, not this silly little Mm -hmm. promo you heard. And the biggest reason is because Dro Silva's a busy man. (laughs) Dro Silva's not a busy man. Dro Silva eats a lot and sleeps a lot. I don't call that busy. I call that lazy. After he has a, a hard day of pounding his chest... And uh, BSing management, he goes home and sleeps after a big meal. That's what Joe Silva does. Let's go to Lovecroft on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey. What's up? How's it going? All right. Happy dubs. Or should I say Drew? Don't. Well, yeah, you know, I'm kind of thinking, too, at this point, uh, maybe we do go by Dro and just Dro. That's, that's no, the way I'm liking it. No. It works in Tampa. Why not D.C.? It hasn't worked in Tampa yet. What's up, Lovecroft? Oh, we got opening for D&D, Dro and Dove. Yeah, maybe. Or I could just cut the fat and keep the salary for myself like I did here. Go ahead. Yeah. Does this count as a bad day for the yardstick of death? Dubs? <sighs> that's a good question. Thank you, Lovecroft. Appreciate that. There's a lot of good stuff that's happened this week. I would consider any happiness you get to be a bad day for me. <laughs> what? So I would move it one closer this week. Next week is when I'm going to vlog every day. Next week is when I'm going to start doing a blog. Yardstickofdeath.com will, I believe, direct you directly to yardstickofdeath.blogspot.com mm-hmm. where you'll be able to read my um, daily journal of the Yardstick of Death. I would move it one up this week for this. But I would say this week was five out of two good. I'm telling you, ever since you just committed to this thing, my religion that I created, the yardstick of death. I created it. I told my father about this while I was on vacation, how I saved your life. You have not saved my life. You take credit for anything good that I do, and then you throw me under the bus for any bad idea I have. All right, um... Rocky on the instant messenger. That's why these AM people in Tampa don't like me. 
Uh, Rocky asks, so is there not going to be a funny guy on the Dro Silva show? No. Yes, it's going to be Dro Silva. Uh, 800-636-1067, as I will take your congratulatory uh, The funny guy uh, will be sleeping. Uh, uh, you're right. No, there will be uh, Dan Gaber, my producer, who is probably the most talented guy I've worked with since Shafee. Uh, <laughs> hey, why would you throw something at me? Okay, I'm getting this on the Instant Messenger. Will you still be doing the Saturday night show? I don't know. We're on a week-by-week basis right now. Yes. I have to. I want to keep on doing it. I want to keep it going All right, for... Then congratulations, Dubs. You get your own show of the Treehouse. All right. And just got a text message from CK. No way. <laughs> so apparently Drow will have to work six days a week, possibly even seven. 800-636-1067. So anyway, this is not a bit. For those of you that don't ever know what's what and what isn't, uh, yeah. this is if actually, you, it, it, starting on the seventeenth. If you turn uh, tune over, just like the announcement uh, about uh, Brett Favre having pancreatic cancer, <laughs> this is real. You're going to confuse everybody. Well, I don't care. <laughs> Brett Favre doesn't have pancreatic cancer. It's what? Uh, Patrick Swayze. Brett Favre. Next thing you know, I'll be week. going solo. Um, you are. Oh yeah, it's great. So anyway, nonetheless, that's where we are. We are at right now, uh, here in the hideout on one hundred six point seven WJFK. Uh, I'm, are you? What do you think? Are you? Are you happy for me? or Are you not? Just talking about it seriously, because now I actually want to talk about it. Um, yeah, I'm happy for you. If it's something you want to do, I can't see how you would. Uh, but whatever. I love talk radio. And I'm going to bring my, my fresh perspective to AM. And that's ser- I mean, seriously, I'm not going to do a boring old AM talk show. It's not what I do. I've heard the tapes, man. I'm going to bring the funny, because that's what I do. And the new Glenn Beck. No, I actually, I am happy for you. It should be good for you. If nothing else, it's uh, maybe it'll kill a little time. You never know. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It could be a lot of fun. Now, there's another announcement. What's that? This one I would actually like to talk through with the audience. I have, um... (laughs) This one's actually crazy to even say. Uh, Should I talk about it? Why not? Everyone knows. Yeah, everyone in this building over here knows about this. So it's not like you're letting the cat out of the bag and it's going to hurt you and the prospective job. Right. Paul, on line one, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Paul, go. Hey, what's up? Yeah, hey, uh, that's a big step up for the drove because uh, with all the gray hairs running around in Tampa Bay, you're going to have a huge audience, man. That's you could whip off some knock-knock jokes, man, and you'd be slaying them. <laughs> that's right, and Dro knows what he's going to do. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Um. So, all right, I got this from uh, Mr. Radio here. He says... You guys shouldn't do the Saturday show. Why not? And I agree with him. Oh, that's something I left out. You should do it every day. I'm already busy. I'm doing mornings. I don't know if I can do nights now, too. You're the midday girl. You're the tubby midday girl. That's what you are. You are mornings. You don't come on until 9. You're the tubby midday girl. Isn't it funny? I'm only doing one hour. I'm only doing 9 to 10. I mean, it's one hour a day. You're Kim Stewart. No one gets that reference. You're such an ass. But that does sound like a fat girl name, doesn't it? It really does. Um, All right. Here's the other announcement. Yes. This one I'm actually very excited about. 
This one is very good. This is odd. Yeah. So, uh, you know, El Jefe stands for the chief, the boss. Well, what are you doing right now in your life? Before this job came along for the uh, the, the mornings and everything, and you're continuing to do this mm-hmm. while you're doing mornings or middays or whatever you want to call it, uh, you are also a PR rep. Yes, I, I am in public relations for, I'm a, the creative director for a public relations firm, mm-hmm. So, which means I do a lot of writing, essentially. Yeah. That's what my job is during the week. <clears throat> and it's a great job. It's with great people. I've made some really good friends, and I really love that job a lot. Mm-hmm. However, this week, I was offered the position at the station uh, that you're doing mornings at. Of program director. This is not a bit. That's right. <laughs> El Jefe is management. Well, here's the thing. It, it not, hasn't happened yet. I have, I have not taken the job yet mm-hmm. because... You do like your PR gig. I like my PR gig a lot. And it's management. You know me, I'm not management. You are too. You're so management. Excuse me, don't talk to me that way. People want to know if I'm going to call my show the fastest hour in radio. I will be making a phone call to ask if that's okay. Uh, To Ron and Fez, of course. Dude, someone is going to make me (laughs) PD PD of a news talk and sports talk radio station. Not just one station. I'm going to program Two two stations. It's a dream of yours, isn't it? You've always wanted to program here's, stations. Here's the thing. I think I'm on Patrick Swayze time because I did not think I always wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to transition to news talk and transition into management. Not this quick, though. I thought I would be 55, mm-hmm. and I'm not lying to you. I had no idea at the age of 30 that I would be doing... Mornings on a news talk station and being offered program director. Here's an odd thing about you and what you've talked about for the last eight years since I've known you. It's how much you want to turn 30 so people finally take you seriously. Yeah, it's It's true. It's odd. A month after you turn 30, people are offering you management gigs, uh, AM talk shows. Listen. And you're, you're absolutely dead on. And this is something that I think everyone can relate to. 30 for guys is an age that is a milestone. There's no doubt about it. A lot of guys fear it. And they look at it they they just they're, because they're losing their youth. They won't be able to, you know, it's hard to pick up a... 21-year-old chick at a bar when you're 30. Right. It just the, the When you say, I'm 30, it's a little bit more difficult. There's a stigma there. But when I was... I always knew I wanted to be in radio. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted uh, a good radio career. But the odd thing about Dubs and myself is that coming up, we were always those crazy kids. We were the kids. kids. We yeah. were the crazy kids doing the hideout, late nights, Saturday nights, nights in Orlando, doing the stunts, doing the crazy stuff. And you're right. Even at the age of 22, I told you, dude, I can't wait till I'm 30 because we're going to get... S- we knew we were more talented than a vast majority of people. We still are. Yep. And I'll be honest, the fact that we're... I'm a program director now, and I can <laughs> say this. The fact that we're not on five nights a week somewhere is ludicrous. I'm saying this is management. <laughs> but 
but I always knew that if we turned 30, we would get there would be this air of legitimacy to us. And oh my God, if it did not happen immediately after my birthday, I get a promotion at the PR place, I get a raise, then the AM gig comes through, and now the opportunity to be programming, you know, to be to be a program director. It's it's really it's odd. Now, not as good news for me. I'm hoping, hoping and praying, and everything looks fairly good, fairly, I don't know, it looks up. I could be getting full-time at the station as well, being your bitch assistant. It seems like a normal position for me. I should be able to uh, slide right into it fairly easily. I'm going to have one rule, bathe. And if you can bathe, then we can do this. I shouldn't have a problem with that if I'm not working two jobs. Well... I don't know. Your rent's about to go up. Shut up. <laughs> We're roommates, too. Uh, let's go to Jay on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. If he's still there, I didn't even know he was up there. Jay, go. What's going on? Hey, man, what's up? Uh, since uh, Brett Favre retired, you know, he can uh, help uh, join in the search to help uh, uh, Michael Strahan find his missing two. All right. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate the phone call. Know what that has to do with anything right now? I have no idea, but it was I have fun with that. It was actually not a bad joke, though. Really? Mm-hmm. That's something that it was bad. I'm going to bring Jay on as a writer. No, on don't. the Pro Silva show. Oh, did. <laughs> Oof. So anyway, that's where we're at. That's our announcement. People are asking, "What does this mean for the hideout?" I don't know. Mm. The way I would like for it to work is that we continue to do Saturday nights for now. Mm -hmm. It is my understanding that WJFK has no immediate plans to do anything. uh, Anything's possible. Anything's possible. But we haven't been told anything yet either. So in the meantime, listen, here's what happened. Dubs and I sat around waiting for free fm new york Mm -hmm. we were told you have the job talked money we're waiting for the nets to exit the playoffs and then the uh who else was in the islanders i think no it was uh there was a hockey team they kept playing in new jersey yeah and the mets had just started playing too and it was a whole thing just hang tight devils devils that's what it was it was the new jersey devils and we hung tight and then lo and behold something happened and we we had a chance at mornings in a major market, and we basically blew that off and acted like, uh, whatever. You know, we're we going got to New York. We, we got to do New York next week. So, yeah. You know, hey, listen to us there too. You know, maybe, uh, maybe you can you can see how big we really are. Yeah. And now, a year later, over a year later, we're sitting here on Saturday nights. Which, thank you, thank you, CK, for allowing us to do it. We appreciate it. But we we thought we were going to be so much further at this point. A year ago. Well, I am. I'm management now. Shut up. So that's the only thing is, I don't know what's going to happen. My heart will always reside in the hideout. If I can get, you know, new people around me, I'm willing to come back and do this full time. But in the meantime, a star is born in Joe Silva. That shirt on you look more like a black hole. Dude, what is with the fat jokes? It hurts. You know it hurts. It's <laughs> my only card I have against you. I did get real tubby, man. That's these steroids I'm taking. 
and the burgers I've had. But whatever, I think it's more the steroids. So anyway, there it is, my friends. I think that's out of the way now. Mm-hmm. The positive side, and I'm not going to lie to you, we could say this. Like, in, and By the way, nothing's official because I haven't taken the program director gig yet. No. They may hear tapes of this and say, no way. But the other thing that's kind of good, too, is that for all the people who have ever been worried about El Jefe and J-Dubs in the hideout, like higher-ups, managers who yeah, make, once they see that on the resume. make decisions, when they see that I can also be, we can also do AM talk and also program AM stations, I think that softens the blow a little bit. I would imagine so. Of doing the hideout. Of, of the stuff that you can Google on YouTube and see. Yeah. We really need to do something about those. Yeah, that's probably I think those have us, lost us a few jobs. That's probably kept us from getting a few gigs. So anyway, my friends, there it is. Um, Drove Silva Show starts the 17th. Play the promo again. It's really good stuff. The people of D.C. need to know. Premiering next week. Dro Silva. Stop being distracted by the meaningless. From 9 to 10 a.m. OJ, it does not affect you. Stop clapping for So yourself. don't spend hours of your week consumed with it. Don't waste your time on these things. Because they're distracting you from the real issues. Dro, Dro Silva. Dummy. From 9 to 10 weekday mornings following Mark Lysen's Morning Magazine. Part of the News Talk AM 1040 WWBA Difference. All right, there it is. So anyway, nonetheless, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Hey, should I tell the agent about this? <laughs> Why? They haven't told us anything. We'll take a break and come back. Let's get the show started. We're going to give you two hours of quality hideout next. FN Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. Gun. The Hideout with El Jefe and Jay Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feeling's so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Where's the top of the hour news? This isn't that station. This is 106.7 WJFK in the hideout, not Dro Silva. Oh, well, then never mind. What, what, what's new? What, what are you doing? Ah, I'm Hefe. That is Dubs. If you want to hop into the hideout tonight, do feel free. 800-636-1067. If you want to get on the Instant Messenger, it is Hideout Radio. Hideout Radio on AOL. And if you are also uh, wanting to discuss any of the big announcements you may have just heard, feel free to do that on hideoutheretics.net. That is hideoutheretics.net. In fact, you can download. If you liked what you heard on the mixtape last weekend, Mm -hmm. uh, go and you can download full versions of all that on hideoutheretics.net. Yeah, there's everything on there. And I mean everything. Everything we've ever done in our career is on HideoutHeretics.net. And probably also, too, uh, what Dro Silva's going to do in his budding career. That's going to be there as well. 800-636-1067. Hey, you know something I hadn't asked you about? We're going to get into something else in a second. Hmm. Uh, a couple of things. How's your um, How's your drought going? Dubs hasn't had sex 
in a while. Did you did you get I can't remember. Did you or did you not get laid in the last month? No. I got um uh, you got I know you got pleasure of a uh, different persuasion. Yes. Uh, not persuasion. Hmm. Uh, a different appendage. Um <laughs> but yeah, it was a chick. But uh no, I did not get laid. Wow. That's quite the spell you're going through. Yeah, I mean I don't feel that down about it though. It, you know what's interesting? How you don't you can once you get into you the, can bring yourself to not miss it, mm. which is really odd because you have to think you went almost 19 years. Dubs did before he actually had sex before he lost his virginity. So it, it's obvious you can go for a while, but it. No one really ever thinks about it once you've already gotten, you know, gotten laid. And it's been what six months now for me uh, since I've been laid. That is crazy. Um, yeah, it is odd, and it really doesn't affect me right now. I, I'm very if I was if I was working one job and sitting around at busy. night. If I yeah if I if I was sitting around at night and not doing anything, not going out trying, I could see, you know, it, it being weird. But since I don't have time to actually go out and try to meet chicks, um, it's... It, do, you, do you look at chicks now like you did when you were in high school? Oh, yeah. Like they're just pieces of meat? Uh-huh. And just fantasize? That's, that's one thing. Um, the Hi. management says dump that. It's too descriptive, dude. All right, I don't, I'm not as easily excitable yeah. as I was in high school. <laughs> um, but I do look at chicks... Purely sexual now. And here's one thing. I haven't been able to find a chick that doesn't have a sex trophy. Kid. Yeah. And, you know, I'll start talking with girls and everything. And everything. You care about that, though? Yes, I do. Well, you're not looking for a relationship, though. I kind of am. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know I that. I wouldn't mind uh, getting into a relationship again. It's been... 14 months about so it's been an actual relationship it wouldn't be a bad thing to try to get back into but and here's the biggest thing about the trophy the kid um in the business that we're in and we could be moving at any time or whatever i don't want to get involved with a girl who has a kid and Dude. single because it, she won't be able to, you know, leave or do anything. It'd, be, it'd Dude, be just a pain in the ass. I think it's great for you to be a father. I think it's time. I really believe that's what you're missing. I see the way you treat that dog of yours. Yes. Uh, I almost spent $150 getting her nails clipped today. I was ready to. I had it all uh, ready to go because my dog... She goes crazy if you try to clip her nails. So I had to take her to a vet, and they were going to sedate her and clip her nails. Uh, so that was going to cost me between lowest amount, 150, highest amount, 180. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd have pitched in the extra 220 to put her down. No. Um, so I, I went there, dropped her off. Off the rules, stay out there, by the way. Was fully... Uh, willing to pay 150 bucks, I got a call saying, "Oh, she wasn't that bad. It was only 15." That's cool. And so I, I saved money there, which would have mean meant that uh, on the yardstick of death dot com, my bullet would have back day. Never mind. Good.
But yeah, uh, she and I felt really odd leaving her there. I think you. I think you're. Uh, maternal clock. I think it's ticking. I think it's time for a kid. A little, a, a little kid. dubs lit. I don't even have a girl to have a kid with. Should I That's... go? Should I? Should I jump into a ready made? Yes, I think you should. Because let's be honest, your um, your boys, not so much as far as probably normal. Oh yeah, they're good. No, but I mean normal. Oh, you don't think uh, my my kids would come out? Um, Without Down syndrome? Like, I don't want to make a joke of this because I have family, but that was one of the things when I learned when I went home and saw visited family. I just realized that Down syndrome runs in my family. Like, I got I can tell. I got at least... You got BDIs. Uh, stop it. You're such an ass, man. What? It's my family. I got at least two... And that's why you always prep and cram. I didn't know that. I got at least two family members, like cousins. Hmm. That um, that are special, if you will. So yeah, I don't know. I um, yeah, I, I but I worry about that for you. I think that's a real legitimate concern you should have. I, that's not a big thing in my family. I think we only have uh, one Down syndrome person in my immediate family. There's only one that runs around at the uh, family reunions. I don't know if they've hid the rest of the way in any kind of uh, home, but there's only one that go. Don't laugh. That's what happens a lot of times. And I don't know. It, it would be a very tough decision for me. And I know it's heartless. I'm but... with you. Because here's the thing. You are... There is there is such an amount of care that goes into that. Because mm-hmm. life is tough enough. But a lot of times, the kids with Down syndrome, they never leave the house. They, I mean, especially, well, depending on the severity. Wow, I, I I can't tell you you're a bad person if you would think you maybe want to go give it to a home or I something. Think, I think it would be almost the same type of decision as think, like to pull the plug on a loved one or something. Do you think parents have guilt whenever they have a uh, kid like that? What do you mean guilt? Guilt the Like it was somehow your fault? I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people, that goes through their head. Like, I did something wrong. I pissed God off somehow. Mm-hmm. And this is how he's paying me back. Right. Um, he is a vengeful God. Yeah. I think there's a... Uh, a lot of that that goes around. Would you? If you had a Down syndrome kid, would you think, I did something wrong? This is payback for something? No, because I've kind of seen what my family... And it's not like we have a lot, but I mean, two in a family... Yeah, you're acting like you have... Well, uh, it's two in a family. It's a pretty big... I mean, as far as numbers go, it's it's not exactly... Two out of, it's a Spanish family, though, so... All right, it is... Yeah, it is ten kids, you know, so... But that's still a pretty... 20%. That's twenty percent, yeah. Wow. So I don't know. Yeah, I would uh, keep you in the majors. Mm-hmm. Barely though. You got to be good in the mm-hmm. field. I I would have trouble raising it, but I don't think I could give it up, man. No, I couldn't give it up. There's no way. I think I might have to. I really can't be. What's burdened. it gonna hold you back from? This Down syndrome baby of yours that you're going to have. You're your new girlfriend. <laughs> I don't have a new girlfriend, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I just. I should get back. I don't know if it. And here's the bad part. I I don't know if it really holds me back for anything. I just wouldn't want the bother. That's the worst part about uh, it. Now you will officially have one because that's a real prick thing to say. I know. I'm not saying it's right, but do you realize that now you essentially? No, I can't say that. Because someone will get upset. Either a dog person will get upset or a Downs person will get upset. 
let's just say the animal that you have now is essentially what could be. Just following you around, drooling, shedding all over the place. Shedding, I said. Shedding all over the place. Hair. Down syndrome people don't shed. Hmm. I want to look it up on Wikipedia. 800-636-1067. I'm going to change the Wikipedia page to shed. Actually, Walt, go do that. We're in the middle of a show right now. So... Let's get back to you dating a girl with uh, with a kid, with a with a trophy, as you will. Yeah, uh, and that, that's one thing. Have you yeah. met girls with yes. kids? Yes, yes, most of the I ones think, I meet. I don't think you should turn that down, because how old are you now? I'm 27. You're 27? Mm. It's going to be very hard for you to find a girl exactly. who already had a kid. There's nothing wrong with There's no shame in that. I, I, I'm suspect of girls who have kids. Because they're whores. No, not... But... I, I got to be careful with this. I don't know why a girl would want that to happen while one. You know, <laughs> I don't understand how that can be something that you'd be into. Well, here's the thing, and I, this is why. That's why I said horse, because I've always looked at mothers, and especially single mothers, as they're women who. Yeah, said on some night... Just went unprotected. I, I, don't worry about the condom. Yeah. I want to feel you. That whole thing. You know? Like, that's that's a, that's a what a mom... Yeah, that's what your mom did. <laughs> yeah, you know... A, like, anybody know that's, listening, that's what your mom did. That's what my mom... Some, some people, yeah, they, they planned it. But a lot of you are just, you know... Oh, we don't have a condom. That's fine. I don't care. I want it's like knocked up. It's knocked up. The yeah. movie. And it's just like, hurry up. So, so yeah, I, I have an issue with that. I wouldn't, I don't know, it's tough for me to respect a woman that would do that. That's different if you were in a marriage and you had, the, like, I don't know, there's some kind of different, but are a lot of the girls you're meeting, were they always single? Yeah. And they just had this kid? Yeah, they just have a... Dude. And the other thing I would worry about, too, and not to be a chauvinist, but them trying to trap you. That's say, another thing. I want some of this dubs money. <laughs> These dubs checks rolling in like crazy. Right. Jumping on that gravy train. Paul on line one, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, I'm a special ed teacher, mm -hmm. and uh, I had a professor in college, and he said, like, Down syndrome's not bad, first off, but, but right. you're talking, and this guy said, uh, he said, if I had a Down syndrome kid, that'd be, I'd be fine with that. But if I had a kid with, like, a severe form of autism, I'd turn him over to the state instead of raise him on my own. I, it seems... And autism is becoming more and more common. No, it's not. Well, well, it, it isn't? The thing about autism is, it's because of the movie Rain Man. It's, would you rather have a kid that, uh, you know, has... I'll tell you what. You never know how many times the toothpicks counted. Well, it's, but it's yeah. interesting. You want to lay, lay it out as far as movies go. Do you want Rain Man or do you want that Johnny Knoxville movie? Where he was with all the uh, special ed kids. Ringer. Yeah, the Ringer. I don't know. Yeah, the I, Ringer seems I, a lot more fun. I'd, I'd much rather have Rain Man, but because everybody wants their kid. Oh, my kid's autistic. He can, uh, you know, he can possibly. He's like a. He's an idiot savant, you know? Well, but the fact is. Yeah, yeah, the fact is that most autistic kids never learn to talk, never learn to use the bathroom, never learn to dress themselves. Wow. Hey, man, how tough is that gig of yours? How long have you been doing it? Uh, I'm not like, uh, 
Uh, I'm not like, I don't work with the autistic kids. I work with kids that just need a little help. Right. I, I, I teach a, I teach a regular class, but it's full of kids that need a, you know, a little extra help in yeah. uh, science. You know what I'm saying? Not so I work with the LD and the ED, which is, you know, emotionally disturbed. Are they always sneaking gummy worms in? Am I? No, no are they? But I tell you what, you got a candy, it's all about candy. Like the school says no candy. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, though, carrot on a stick, man. You got to have something <laughs> to keep those, uh, kids. those retards going. Oh, wow. <laughs> all right, thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a little motivation. And if that's with uh, gummy bears, that's fine. My mom's a special ed teacher. You should you should, you should hear the way she talks about Oof. them, just like that guy was. It's tough. You got to think. That's the other thing about having a special kid, too, just knowing the way people are going to be talking about your kid. They're going to be talking about him if he's normal. Yeah, but it's, every it, seems kid little, gets... it seems a little meaner, though, when it's defenseless. It's not defenseless. Yes, it is. I can grunt. That's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Certainly is. 800-636-1067. I'm getting this word on the instant messenger that that autism is getting overdiagnosed. Well, yeah, they're calling a lot of stuff that's, uh, I don't know, the kids are just, it, it is, are, are the ADD kids being diagnosed as autistic now, too? I don't know what the, I, no, I don't think so. I, I, I don't, because usually autistic's like withdrawn. As opposed to like hyperactive, ADD. Those all those kids are withdrawn. Really? Yeah, they just can't. You know, oh, they, they're just like running around in circles and stuff. No, they just like they'll look off and they'll, uh, you know, they just can't keep their mind straight. Hmm. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. So you're not going to date one of these chicks then? <laughs> Maybe. I, I'm not. I'm not totally against it. I just would be very, very cautious about getting into a real serious relationship. Mm-hmm. I think you should, man. I think it's I think it's something that you need, and especially with a kid, because it puts things in perspective. You know what I mean? When you have a kid, you really think I should be a father. I do. I think that w- I think that's the thing that will finally make J Dubs a man. I'm a man being in charge of another life. I am my dog. It's not even really in charge. And is it really a life when I leave it locked up outside during the rain? You shouldn't. Well, it happens. Whatever. I'm she just, loves you. That dog loves you, and you are nothing but mean to her. So do you think now at this point you could possibly be gay? I'm not gay. But uh, during... No. Uh, you I, want it. No, I do not want a man. I don't need a man. I am well, my own man. Look at you all proud. Yes. Let's go to I'm Na- independent. Well, we'll answer that question in a second. Let's go to Nelson on line one first. Nelson, you're in Nelson. a hideout on WJFK. You're on the air, my man. What's up? Yeah, I saw a, um, I was at the Atlanta airport the other day, and I saw a guy with uh, Down syndrome. He was on the cell phone, and he was, um, he was taking care of business. He was breaking someone's uh, balls over the other side, over the, on the other line. See, they can, they can take care of themselves. I didn't say that they couldn't. You said they're defenseless. Well, yeah, I mean, when you know people are talking about them behind their back and stuff like you, you've made a career on it. I'm not to say that they're complete. I understand that. I, I, those sound, cell phones are dangerous. I think that's causing it. Hey, thank you for the phone call, Nelson. I'd like to get that guy to write for the show. Nelson. Or maybe even the Joe Silva show. Let's go to uh, Laura on line two. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Um, yeah, you guys don't know what you're talking about with autism. My uh, son is seven years old and he's autistic. And he Hold on, wait, 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 wait. hold on. Oh, hey, hey, hey. hey. 
Hold on. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Let's slow down. Uh, You're right. We have no idea what we're talking about. That's why we're asking about it and throwing out the phone number. So thanks for calling. Okay. All right, now tell your story. What's up? Okay, my son is seven years old, and he's, first of all, autism is a on a spectrum. So you're not, it's not black and white. And you can be a little bit autistic, you can be a lot autistic. And many autistic children are verbal. And mm -hmm. They can all draw, though. I'm sorry? They can all draw and paint, though, right? Well, that's, can every normal kid? That's artistic, I'm sorry. Oh. Thank you for picking up on that. <laughs> artistic, Thank you. gotcha. Yeah, and you said normal, topic. so you don't think they're not normal? Different. How about that? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's your, it's your family, whatever. Go ahead. Typical is another word for normal. Mm -hmm. They're synonyms. Gotcha. Yeah. So what? So anyway, what, what was the, um? so it, so that's your, that's what you're calling about, though. There's a wide spectrum. Right. You don't think it's being overdiagnosed, like people are saying? Um, I think it's more reported now than it used to be, simply because people are aware of it and are more informed and intelligent than they used so, to be. But there's also a lot of contributing factors like the environment and pollution and... How does that How does that affect autism? Because there's a lot of... I mean, crap in the environment contributes to a lot of things, like cancer, for instance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you think... You may, I'm sorry? You, I was going to say, do you think there's any credence to this whole thing if it's in the vaccinations? Oh, yeah. Did you just hear about the, um, the case that was won in Georgia? No, we don't know anything. A little nine-year-old girl, seven or nine years old, um, she had a predisposition. Apparently, she had a predisposition to autism, but it exacerbated the problem. So there's problems in the vaccinations with the thimerosal that you get the... Uh, 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 so, you, so uh, listen, we're, I can't get too technical because, to be perfectly okay. honest, people are, uh, get bored by that. But it, it, autism is something that can lie dormant and then it can get triggered? Don't be yeah. racist. Wow. They're still learning a lot about it. So, I mean, they're, they're learning more and more every day. Right. But with some children, they have regressive autism where they develop perfectly normally, and then for whatever reason, sometimes the parents feel it's the vaccinations, then they became less verbal or nonverbal, and their other skills were impacted. Their eye contact, which is a big symptomatic of autism, and somewhat withdrawn, like you all were talking about. Yeah, so, right. um, or it's a child that develops, you know, seems to be developing normally, but not at the same rate, and then falls further behind. So cool. Well, hey, thanks but, for the education. I know you call up all upset and stuff, but hey, we're here no, just to learn. There's a lot of people that are impacted by this. They're saying one in 150. Oh, I know, because anytime, anytime autism comes up on uh -huh. this show, it's come up a few times. People get very defensive about it when we're just trying to have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I understand it, it affects your family, but for people it doesn't affect, they're pretty ignorant on it. And you have to understand that it's not in everybody's face every oh, day. I get that. I get that. But compassion is a good thing to have. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah, they're, not re they're not retarded. They're less able to communicate. So do you look down on retarded kids then? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know. Because you are making the no, distinction. It's like Y'all are labeling. No, we're not. Well, there no, you have to have labels. They're different things. It's radio. We don't, we can't just point at them. Well, all right. Thank you for the phone call, sweetie. You're of welcome. Of course, you're labeling because they, you have to have descriptions mm -hmm. for things. You can't just point, dude. Evil. How? All right. Somebody sent me the link for Down syndrome, but I'm not finding on Wikipedia where it says they shed. <laughs> they shed. <laughs> Is it up there? Uh, there's too much to try to read. Maybe I can get that during the commercial break. 800-636-1067. All right. 
so you <laughs> you where is it <laughs> so you wouldn't date dubs you would not date a woman who had a kid no i it would be very difficult for me uh-huh would you um if you really i mean it it really just kind of you have to consider the relationship more at that point <laughs> did it make it <laughs> it, yeah, I think it already got taken down. How? It was like the second paragraph, and it says people are quick to take uh, individuals. I know individuals with Down syndrome tend to shed. <laughs> Dude, guys are hideous. Um. And of course, you're not saying that for real, but that's all you can never trust this Wikipedia. What if well, I know. I, uh, my... Oh my God, it's still there. That's like, imagine if there was some kid right now who's writing a term paper <laughs> and then Googles it, and then it's like, oh my God, is that true? And then they go put that in their term paper. That's could... why they tell you do not use Wikipedia for term papers because there's <laughs> jig off shows like ours that are changing Wikipedia every day. Oh, that's horrific. 800-636-1067. But can you imagine, there's probably some kid right now. And they're typing it up, and then voila. Copying and pasting Wikipedia. Yeah. And that's what they get. Good. Or there's some other radio show having an actual discussion (laughs) about Down Syndrome, and then they come across that. Some broker show. All right, Jada. <laughs> well, there it is. I don't even for- I forgot what we were even talking about. Oh, it's you and you hadn't gotten laid in forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. We were going to get into this whole thing about you being gay and your I'm top ten gay. songs. I'm not gay, but yes, there's a top ten gay songs been released by a gay website. Okay, what is that? Um, I don't have a website in front of me. Yardstickofdeath.com. No, that's not a gay website. That's a, my website. Actually, it is. That's part of my religion and you don't know it. That's part of what saves you. Penis. <laughs> uh, what's the number ten gayest song? Do you have that? Just you, you play it. I think you got it on. It's listed on there. Oh, it should okay. be at the very beginning of the uh, track number. The number ten. Mm-hmm. That would be Alicia Bridges. I love the nightlife. Alrighty. Number ten gay song coming down the wire. I'm Joe Silva. News Talk 1040 WWBA. Please don't Good. Am I good? You are. You're, you're good at hitting that post. I I'm a, got you. I'm a very talented broadcaster. So we have a top ten gay songs coming up next. You want to do it next? Or do you want to do it now? Let's just do it now. I don't think it's anything worth people sticking around for. Oh, okay. I, it's just kind of fun to play them. What was number nine there, J-Dub? I think this came from the website samesame.com. Samesame.com. Number nine, Madonna Vogue. What are you looking at? I've never met a gay, met a gay guy who is not a big fan of Vogue. Yeah, it is a nice song. Man, I remember the things I used to do to this in college. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the first time my my fingers would stick together. When I first heard this song, I was feeling a man's happy trail right below his belly button. <laughs> What's number eight? Number eight. Olivia Newton-John, 
uh, I don't know what this is. Xanadu. Xanadu. I've yeah. never heard this song. Well, I think you'll when you when you hear it, I think you will. The gay guys only live in the eighties. They love the eighties. I love the shorts. I remember this song too. Do you? Let me get the hook. Let me move it up. I don't remember this. You guys didn't have gay songs at Fowlerville. No. Uh, number seven, Kylie Minogue. Minogue. Uh, better the devil you know. You notice they're all on those Casio synthesizers? Yeah. It's a good beat to bob your neck to. What about number six? Number six, the Pet Shop Boys. There's a straight. This is definitely the gay. I would put this probably in the top three for gay songs. There's a theme. You notice the theme of yeah. like the real Casio? Casio, uh, a drum machine. There's not one actual inst- instrument because her hands are full of other things. You know? Are the lyrics actually gay or is it just the song? I think it's just the song what gay people really, really like. Alright, here is... Wow, this Kylie... Kylie Minogue's got two. Minogue, number five, she has uh, Your Disco Needs You. Wow, this is gay. They always say that gay people have great taste. Stop it. <laughs> I knew where you were going. Obviously not when you consider the whole idea of uh, these songs. Number four. This one is synonymous with gay. The Weather Girls, It's Raining Men. Mm. Hi, hi. We're your Weather Girls. Uh-huh. And have we got no... Written by Paul Schaefer. Was it really? Oh, you're lonely, girl. And he's on the wall of that hole. Mm. Like dudes that were going out to like go find some chicks, and then they've heard this, and like you know what? Get some Dugan. Yeah. We don't need the gash. We have each other. <laughs> these none of these songs. These are these are songs for when you're really gay. Mm-hmm. These aren't songs for your first time being gay. You need something a little softer that you know kind of ease you into the guy putting his hands on your knee. Right. And moving it closer to the zipper on your jeans. With his teeth. <laughs> but you got to think about it, though. Like, you should do a test with your kid at, like, the age of three, and you turn all these songs on, and then you'll at least know. You still love the kid, obviously. Yeah, but but he, you'll, you'll know what way to point him. Yeah. Right. All right, number three. Gloria... Gloria Gaylor. Gaynor. Oh, Gaynor. 
Uh, I will survive this one also. Uh, Their top, their top five are very, very synonymous with gay. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. Everybody knows this one. Go on to Patrick Swayze. Hey now. I will survive at least till the weekend. You did me wrong. I grew strong. Face. Well, get that off. It's not milk. Uh, number two, Dubs. Gay number two? Songs here in the hideout on 106.7. And what website is this from again? Samesame.com. Number two on the top gay songs of, the, of all time? Of all time. Village people. YMCA. It's in the hideout. What? Young man. There's no need to feel down. I said young man. No need to feel down, but there's a need to go. I'm management now, I know. Yeah. Oh, man. Walt got banned from Wikipedia for vandalism. Because <laughs> he also put in there, Dubs is gay. What? On uh, oh, the Down Syndrome. Oh, come on. How can you call me gay? Are we ready for number one? Uh, yeah. Alright. Absolutely, uh, I think I am. Hold on a second. I need to get ready for number one. Alright. Number one. Gay song. Zipper is down. Hand is placed. Dreams are made. Abba, Dancing Queen. You can't really deny this is the gayest song of all time. I never knew this was a gay really? song. Abba, Dancing Queen has always been the gay song. What bars are you going to? This is just like a woman song. I didn't know it was about dude doing each other. Ah, I think it's uh, a uh, ode to the bottom, as I would call it. That's a plaque I'm going to put on your door at home. <laughs> ode to the bottom. I have the name for my first blog. Alright, we need O2TheBottom.com. <laughs> oh, alright, there they are, Dubs. The gayest songs on earth. Um, so is there any hope to bring this segment back round full circle of you getting a little she-ass? No. You don't have any prospects on the horizon? I have my eyes. On the new receptionist here. I don't know if you've seen her. I've seen Just her. Just started this week. She's cute. Yeah. yeah she's cute. She's kind of manly. But she has a trophy. Oh, she's, she's got manly. She's got a trophy? Yeah. What is she, like, 19? Oh, she's 24, 25. Really? Yeah. Ask her out. Have you talked to her? Is she cool? Yeah. 
haven't gotten to the point of asking out yet. See, the only problem with that, too, is babysitter. Gotta get a babysitter. So the TV is. You're right. It really is. Pop in a mixtape for. Especially those high channels, those digital channels. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that can teach you your best. All right, Dubs. Um, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to discuss. Including, I got a couple of stories from the vacation, going back home to Texas. All right. As well as, do we know who has won the Wyowa, uh, Wyowa, the Wyoming? Wyoming caucuses yet? I have not seen it. And we also got a few things in the Answer Messenger people really want us to get to. 800-636-1067. A lot of things still to get done. We're only halfway through the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> Were you guys with me 13 or 14 more times? I'm out of here. You're in, you're in the hideout. Yeah. The hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. In the hideout Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. For those of you that don't know, according to Wikipedia, yep. the hideout is a radio show currently airing Saturday nights on 106.7 WJFK in Washington, D.C. and is produced remotely in Tampa, Florida. The show is hosted by Shedding Down Syndrome victim El Jefe and autism patient J-Dubs. <laughs> or just Jefe and Dubs for short. Well. All righty. <laughs> That's what we get. <laughs> uh If you're just now tuning in and you've missed the joke, uh, instead of re-explaining uh, it all, you will want to download the podcast. Yes. Those are available on WJFK.com. Again, that is available on WJFK.com. Getting a lot of uh, nice instant messages, including one from... Um, Joe says, love you guys. Hope the show will continue the hideout. Because, well, it might not. We're really on a Saturday night, Saturday night basis. Because I have accepted a position to be a morning man in Tampa, Florida. Under the Midday name girl. Dro Silva on a news talk station. And I also have been offered the position of program director for a news talk and a sports talk station in Tampa, Florida. And I, I'll be honest, Dro Silva does not know if he can Quit. continue Saturday nights. Quit talking about yourself in the third person. That's not me. I'm El Jefe right now. <laughs> Dro Silva is the one who is going to dominate mornings in Tampa. That's just what Middays. Uh, let's go to John on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK with Hefe and Dubs. Hey, this is John. How y'all doing? Hey, buddy. Hey, man. I was hoping to um, uh, say a couple other songs that I thought were pretty gay, man. Okay, yeah, sure. Go ahead. I thought on top of the list should definitely been Macho Man, but, but uh, one that's a little bit more interesting, man, that might intrigue you a little bit more, is that uh, Green Day song. Uh, I don't remember the name of the song, but when he, he said, I went to a whore, he said my life's such a bore, he's saying, he said my life's such a bore, he's saying a male prostitute. Huh. 
Uh, I don't know. Hey, thanks for the phone call. 800-636-1067. I don't know. It's a good, I, don't, I don't think so. Speaking of kind of looking like they have downs, though. Yeah, that Billy Joe. Yeah, what's his name? Billy Joe... Or is that just his name, Billy Joe? That's the, he's got a, he's got a last Armstrong. Yeah, Billy Joe Armstrong. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, we found Jimmy's number. Jimmy, the guy, remember the okay, program to re- director to reset who Jimmy is. Jimmy called in a few weeks ago, probably a month ago, gave us a little uh, crap because we're talking uh, about something he didn't like, and he thought we should go in a different direction on the show. So we made him hideout program director. And we'll check in with him periodically so he can tell us uh, if we're doing good job, bad job. Kind of air check us for the night yeah, and uh, tell us what direction we should go into. I don't feel like talking to him now, but maybe later on we could get into it. Yeah. Dubs, uh, we would not be good broadcasters here on the public airwaves if we did not remind you that tonight is Daylight Savings. Yes. So it is time for you to spring forward. Yep, tonight spring forward means uh, you will lose an hour tonight. And you know, that's really cruel. I think we should reconsider that considering the Swayze situation. And should we we really be robbing him of another hour? It's unfair. It's true. I don't think he has to get up for anything, you know, in the morning. I think he can still sleep in. Would you? Would you? Uh, you still use an alarm clock if you had pancreatic cancer? No, or I'd be like you... that guy in Crank and just be popping Red Bulls and live every single minute, every single minute. Just bang! I watched that last night. It's not a bad movie. What's Crank? Crank was a guy. He gets um, he gets loaded up with some Asian pill or something that's got a. It, if he slows down, he's gonna die. Oh, okay. It's the guy from uh... Transporter. Yeah, it's a, it was actually a good flick. I mean, I mean, it was not. Wasn't something award winning. Masterpiece, but it was fun to watch. Entertaining. It was kind of like a comic book the way they did it. But no, I'd be more like that dude. And just kind of fly through every you know. single minute. Oh, you got time. You sleep when you die. You know what I mean? That's why, I'm a li- that's why Drove Silva lives his life. I hate your third person. It's not third person, it's a different person. 800-636-1067. So, yes, we spring forward tonight. Spring forward. I don't exactly know why we do it anymore. I don't know why we started doing the daylight savings. It, if it goes back and forth every year and evens out, I don't understand what point it makes. Yeah, I don't either, and I hate losing an hour. Yeah, it, I've heard it's for the farmers. I've heard it was... It started... Isn't it enough? We've done enough for them, haven't we? <laughs> Yeah, we've taken enough of their land. All right, we don't Dro- need to take Dro- their Dro- hours, Silva's too. Drow Silva's going to talk about that. Um, Farmers. I've heard it's because of World War One or two. I can't remember which one. And uh, it was to save or conserve energy, um, which I don't know how that works either. I've heard it was for school kids, for the children, which right. would make sense because we do everything in this country for the children. Well, I just hate that I have one less hour. Because, you know, I was going to do stuff during that hour. Oh, you had, a, you had a lot to do tonight? Yeah. What did you have to cut out? Well, for one, guess I won't be raping a teddy bear. That was on my calendar for March 9th. That was low priority, though? Mm-hmm. So I was able to be crossed off? Of the highest priority, solving pancreatic cancer. And now Patrick Swayze has to die because of this daylight savings thing. I don't get it. So the two things... 
that you were going to accomplish in that hour, in I don't know which order, uh, it was uh, solving pancreatic well, you, cancer usually, and raping a teddy bear. Yeah, usually when you... Is that something, you, do you rape a teddy bear beforehand to get the stress listen. off, or do you do it as a celebratory, it's a, hey, I just... Uh, you, you celebrate. Okay. That's the way you celebrate, by curing pancreatic See, I, cancer. I always have to, I always have to uh, uh, relieve myself like that uh, before I do something that just kind of relax me. No, not at all. I don't do it as a celebration. I don't. I don't starve myself of that kind of pleasure. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Because who knows if I'm going to celebrate or not? You know what is awful hmm. is that I don't have any idea what this whole daylight savings thing is or why it even exists. Because it's two thousand and eight, right? Mm. Do we really need it at this no, point? No, that's the whole thing. And what about and the- I, I, and when President Bush took? Uh, his oath into office, he said one of the things he wanted to do was get rid of it. And actually, I would... Really? Yeah. That man has the oddest priorities. Actually, uh, that would be something I'd be really, really behind if he would get rid of it. I think Yet another thing he hasn't done. I think that would uh, almost save his administration if he said, hey... This <laughs> At is least he can point do. to it. Yeah. Here are the two things I did. Maybe this daylight savings and getting rid of it makes up for the war in Iraq. Please. Possibly. I don't know what you're supposed to do with it. In fact, I'm going to boycott it. From now on, I'm going to live my life according to the hours that it is. So what what are you going to live off of? The hours now or the hours tomorrow? No, the hours now. I can't go back and forth. It's going to be well, like I live in Indiap- Indianapolis because there are now towns that don't they don't switch back and forth. Yeah, there's a few. Indianapolis is one of them. There's I, like, there's I believe uh, we should ask Dukes. Uh, I Vegas doesn't. I thought there was also a town in Arizona. I don't know if it's Vegas or not. Maybe it's I know whole, Vegas doesn't. Maybe it's the whole state. Yeah. Maybe Nevada doesn't. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. I'm confused. So tonight we spring forward. Spring forward. We lose an hour. Um, so if you have to work in the morning, that's going to hurt. I do have to work in the morning. Me too. That's one of the big reasons I want to be program director so I don't have to work weekends anymore. Poor baby. Um... Oh, man. Look at this. We're mm. never going to get a Roadhouse 2. That's not true. Maybe that's on Patrick Swayze's bucket list. And if not, Joe Piscopo can always step in and really make a good movie out of it. Uh, He'll make a great older Dalton. That's fun. I never, I, you know, that was on the other day and I didn't watch it. Roadhouse? Yeah, but now I feel like I have to. Moves it on. You can't watch it on regular TV. You can't watch it on like TNT or Spike. I think it was Spike. Actually. Yeah, it, there's so much bad cursing in that movie. You have to watch it on a um, HBO eight or whatever it would be on. All right, daylight savings time, according to Wikipedia, where I get all my information. <laughs> Is it to uh, to cut down on retarded people shedding? Is that why? Listen, people down know they don't even know what we're even referring to, <laughs> and they're just like, "Wow, these guys are asses! How can they be so mean?" There's a backstory. Download it from the website wjfk.com. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't have time to run through the whole origins of. That's the only. Is that one origin? It's a bunch of different origins. Yeah, I think there's too much here for me to try to go through. All I know is I lose an hour of sleep. It's not right. Yeah, but you. I'll and, tell you what. I love it when I gain that hour. When well, I gain of course, that why hour, why wouldn't you? 
when I gained that hour, I'm like, this daylight saving thing is terrific. We have to keep it. But on nights like tonight, I curse it, and I just want to get rid of it forever. That was the interesting thing about working in radio, too. Remember, you are always excited if you're a part-timer because you got an extra hour at work. Well, the one big thing was your PD. I know my PD uh, at the New Rock Station would never remember to uh, to update the schedule for uh, fall back. So that would give me one open hour where, hey, I have to fill with something. So I would just play my own music, have fun, do it that way. Mm-hmm. I would create my own log for that hour. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. That's not going to happen in the uh, Drove Silva days of being a program director. I don't need you getting all out of control. What am I going to do, play an extra hour of boards? Um, 800-636-1067. So anyway, don't forget to... Sp- I know I'm going to forget, and I'm going to be mm-hmm. late. I'm going to be late, too. Oh, man, that's going to suck. That's really going to be Oof. awful. Did you fart, and is that bad? Oh, man. All right, I should... You know, what was it you were bringing up? Are you okay? That one's wrong, man. <laughs> i got to open the door, then. Fill the tie while I open the door. I don't know if I can. I, I'm trying not to breathe. Fill the tie. Fill it with what? There's a thickness still in the room. <laughs> Isn't that crazy that we're on the radio right now? It's just <laughs> stupid. But that's why we call it the hideout. Yeah, it's just... Oh, my Lord. I told you. died inside you. Is that your pancreas? <laughs> I think there was an odor that uh, Swayze smelled, and that could possibly be that's it. That's doctors knew. Uh-oh. <laughs> something up. All right, Dubs, you got to take a break already. Mm. That's what happens if we get behind in the first break, dude. You're wrong. I know. That's really some. That's really wrong. It just. Sorry. Did you see the thing about Hillary? Uh, and they're thinking now they made the Obama skin color darker in one of the ads that they ran, like one of those scare ads that they ran. Is that too kind of? I guess the darker the. Uh the better it would be for Hillary. Yeah, because it would scare the white people more. Mm. I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was on the Huffington Post. No, that, that liberal rag. Stop it. You haven't really run your conservative bit tonight. What's up with that? Oh, no reason to. But if we're going to talk about Hillary Obama and Obama winning Wyoming... I don't know if I want to talk about it. Of course you don't. Yeah, I can do I that. I want to talk days. about two losers. When we can talk about one winner, McCain. And who will be his running mate? It doesn't matter. As long as the McCain magic's on the ticket. All right, I could care less. Uh, and i got to talk about that five days a week. We'll take a break, and we'll come back. More of this thing we call the hideout. Your phone calls, 800-636-1067. Mm. And I know Dubs has a really... Th- I am I am horned up. I, I haven't got laid in a while, because I'm looking at the, uh, the lady doing the weather right now. And she's got me worked up. And she's not even good looking. <laughs> she's were, not good looking at all. You are backed up, dude. We'll take a break. Come back. Start the show next. It's a Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Come on! The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. 84. Hideout, yeah. 
Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. alone. Hide out. WJFK, Hefe and Dubs live on a Saturday night. Good evening, D.C. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. Yes, last week we were out of town. Mixtape. This week, back live. Give us a call, 866. No, 800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. You were going old school high out there. I was going to do 277-4969. 49-69. Or now. Um, that was the old number when we were in D.C. the first go-around. Mm-hmm. How is D.C.? How's everyone doing? We do the show from campus, so it's kind of tough for us to get a gauge what the town's all about. Which Have kind of finger on the pulse. But then again, that's, maybe that's good because we're doing a show called The Hideout. Mm. We're kind of protected from all those outside things like the election. Getting this on the instant messenger... Do not break up the hideout, please. Don't know what's going to happen now. For those of you that may have missed the announcement earlier today, uh, ILFA will be doing a morning show in Tampa uh, under the name, my God-given name, Drosova. You've had too many God-given names, Alex Cruz, (laughs) and Raphael. Yeah. And also as well, uh, I've been offered the position of program director at a news talk station. Just silly. And sports station. And uh, I think I'm going to accept the... The the, offer? The money's got to be right, though. Mm -hmm. Because i got a really good PR gig, and I like the people I work with. So i got a little leverage, if you will. And as far as what that means for WJFK, uh, as far as we know, we can continue to do Saturday nights. But I don't know how long that'll last. So every show should be treated like it is going to be our last. What a one to go out of. Again. Again, how many times will this show be thrown away? <laughs> All right, it's not going to be. Uh, most likely, won't be coming back, guys. So, thank you for the run. Yeah. And then, a month later, hey, we're back. Hey, we missed you guys. So, what's new? Too many farewell tours. I like it though. That's a good bit like that we kiss. got going. I know it really is. Uh, but whatever. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. So that's kind of where we are. Last week, I was. Uh, we were on vacation. We did take a day. Went to Texas, visited family. Mm. Pops is doing well. Yeah? Yeah, he's he's mellowed a lot, which is always kind of odd, because when you when you da- your dad, when you see him starting to mellow out, it's weird, because you remember the guy that was, I don't know, spry and always hitting you for something, <laughs> you know? He, he doesn't hit the other kids? No, not at all. Not at all. He's just angry and... Uh... I don't know, jumpy with you. Well, my little brother's got it so easy. They have no idea. It's 
speaking of my little brothers, I went to go watch them play baseball because mm-hmm. one of them's a junior now, the other one's a freshman, and they're on the same varsity baseball team. So I, so I went to go watch them play in a tournament. And dude, I don't want to say I'm jealous of my little brothers, but I'm jealous of my little brothers. Why? Of the high school life they're living. Now, I'm not going to say I wasn't cool in high school because, well, I wasn't cool, you know? I mean, I was popular. I was even Mr. South Grand Prairie High School, whatever that means. But these guys, these kids, have these girls that are in love with them. They have entire, they have entire... They have gaggles of them? Cheering sections for them. A plethora? Yes. And my one little... My one little brother, mm-hmm. the older one, the one that's 17, who's already getting letters from Harvard and Yale and Stanford. Bastard. So there's another way for me to be jealous of the kid. And he has abs. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> He's not interested. None of them are good enough. I'm like, dude, if I was in high school and those chicks were after me, I was lusting after Rhiannon. Who's Rhiannon? That was my girlfriend that I had turned out being a lesbian. <laughs> I was dating Jana. I never had sex with a girl from my hometown. Never. Lucky. I married one. Didn't work out so well for me. Yeah, but I I think that would have been awesome to, you know, have sex with a girl that I've known that long. You know, just so I can, you know, shame her for how many times (laughs) she made fun of me. How many times she chucked a chicken nugget at my stupid face in the middle school. Yeah, but my, then my one little brother, fathead, mm-hmm. freshman, he's already cooler than everybody else. All the girls want him. He's a freshman. I'm like, man, when I was a freshman, people were picking on me, hitting me. It sucked. It took me four years to be Joe Cool. It's just weird where you're kind of jealous of your little brothers. I don't know if anyone's ever had that before. I mean, I guess... Would you want to go back and live that life again, though? No, I have no interest. Yeah. I'm not jealous. I'm just kind of jealous of... How much better their high school years were compared to yours? They're going to get a lot more ass than I did. And that's going to suck. They might already. I'm sure. They probably are. And that's weird to think about. They've already beaten your count for lifetime? Why you got to be an ass, dude? That ain't cool. I've gotten some. I go for quality, not quantity. Whatever. That's what they all say when they can't get any. I d- oh, Mr. Six Months. Hey, Last girl I hey. banged was a webcam whore. <laughs> I don't whatever, man. Hey. I, what do you mean, whatever? I'll I'll take what I can get, and then, you know, every, you got to swing. put it on film. You get, No, there's nothing on film. Yeah, I'm sure. I got to swing for every pitch possible, and every once in a while, I'm going to hit a grand slammer. Everyone's Grand mom. Slammer. You know nothing about baseball. Grand Slammer. <laughs> wow. I'm just thinking breakfast. Well, 800-636-1067. Half and dubs in the hideout on 106.7 WJ. I've had a bun a few times. Enough with your baseball analogies. You know nothing. So, um, so yeah, I see my little brothers. I'm a little jealous. Talk a few girls into the foul tip. All right, that one was good. And then I see, all right, speaking of high school, though, mm-hmm. so then while I'm back home in Dallas, one night I usually get together with my high school buddies. And it's weird. 
it's a real weird situation when you get when you see your high school friends again. Yeah. And like one guy who's really really smart is fixing gym equipment somewhere in California. The other guy is still working the same job that he's had since he graduated from high school and he's thinking about leaving his wife. The other one has a kid with a woman, quote unquote. And it's just it's really odd to see and then the other odd thing about it too is when you run into someone like you haven't really seen in a long time, which yeah. I did. I ran into this guy at a bar, I hadn't seen him forever. And he's getting me caught up like on everybody's business. And then I and I hear about like two people that I knew that died three years ago from drug overdoses. Yeah, I've had a few of those. And it's like these are kids you went to middle school and high school with and then you find out they just died three years ago. These were people that were your best friends or your friends, essentially, and you have yeah, no you, idea about the way they... You hung out with them for years, and then, yeah, then you never know what happens to them until some douche with his nose in everybody's business runs into you at a bar. Right. I I go back every once in a while, and there's uh, a few bars there that I know will cheer me up because I'll go there, and I'll see how sad and pathetic... Life still is in that town. Like uh, there, we had a running back in high school who, who had offers to go, you know, play different places and everything. He was just too stupid to capitalize on it. Like it, he wasn't too stupid to get into the colleges. He had the grades for it. He was just too stupid to actually say, "All right, I'm going to pick this college." He just didn't want to pick one, <laughs> so he didn't go. He didn't play college ball. And now I see him singing, uh, you know, uh, uh, some crappy country artist up at the, the the horseshoe. You know what's funny is the idea of when you see your friends, do you feel bad for them? A lot or, of times. Or do you feel good that you left? I feel bad for them uh, at first, and when I leave there, I feel a lot better about myself. Right. Yeah, you, know, you feel bad while you're talking to them, you're like, God, this sucks. Sucks to be you, man. But uh, when you leave there, well, my life isn't as bad as I thought it was. I could be that guy. I could be BJ. Oh, yeah. All right. Most people who listen to The Hideout, if you listen to it in the JFK days, you listen to it in the Orlando days. Mm. We even made a documentary about this kid, Behind the Bicurious. It's Dubs' cousin, Bicurious BJ, who has been on the show numerous times. Go download, you know, whatever from hideoutheretics.net and listen to the kid. He's great. He's radio gold. Uh, the problem is that he's always in trouble. He's always getting into mess. And then the last thing you heard about him was... He called me uh, a couple nights ago freaking out because uh, he a while back after he left Orlando and uh, you know after his little visit with me where I kicked him out because he was just being an alcoholic loser he left went back up to Michigan and uh, got into a drinking and driving type accident he ended up getting a <laughs> driving while intoxicated uh, ticket I forgot about that. a year worth of uh, of probation where he had to go, you know, once a week or a month or something and visit. And then they told him he had to go to some classes. Well, he didn't finish through with the classes because he thought they were a suggestion. <laughs> and he... isn't, it, isn't it funny how, again, these are the people you surround yourself in high school and you grow up with. Yeah. And then you, 
Then you stop to hear their story ten years later, and you're like, oh, my God. Are you an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he thought they were just suggesting to him that he would have to uh, go to these classes. Well, uh, he called the probation officer. Actually, he called the court to find out how much he had to pay to get uh, finished up with his uh, with his probation. And they said, well, before we can even get into that, you have to call this guy, which was his probation officer, and uh, talk to him about something, an issue there. And when he called the probation officer, he said, yeah, you, uh, you violated your probation, you didn't go through these classes, and you're definitely looking at jail time. Whoa! Yeah, so he doesn't know... Um, if he's going to be going to jail for how long? And <laughs> if anybody's heard by Curious BJ on the show, he's uh, high strung. He's freaked out about everything. And he, one thing you probably don't know about him, he's very claustrophobic. So I can't imagine him being stuck in a cell for 30 days or 45 days or 90 days or however long they would put him away for a probation violation. How Would you be freaked out about that? Yeah, but I would have gone, A, I wouldn't have gotten in a drink and driving accident. If it happens, it happens. I would make sure I complete every single step of probation so that I wouldn't have to go to jail. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, if he had never gone back, like, oh, let me see what I got to do. Let me see how much money I can throw at this to make sure everything's cool. Yeah, because that's all he has is money. He has money dripping off him. Kid hasn't had a steady job since high school. It's just hilarious. Jail time for the kid. You ever done jail time? You ever been in jail? Nope. Me either. Thinking about it. it would be a nice vacation. It's my, 30 days, 30 it's my days, summer home. 30 days in the in the county jail. I could actually handle that. I would actually get a good amount of sleep and uh, be able to hang out with some people. It might be fun. Yeah, you make some friends. Yeah. It's really sounding appealing. I could certainly see that. 800 636 1067, it is the hideout. As long as they play Lost there. What did you think of Lost this week? Lost was awesome. Not as good as the week before. The week before was the best episode I'd seen in a long, long time with Desmond and his flashbacks and flash forwards. But Aren't they about to be done with episodes, though? Um, They've got two more left that are in the can, but they're recording some right now. Oh, are they? Okay. So, so they should. They should be back out. Maybe there'll be like a one or two week drought. But they, they should be continuing pretty quickly after they get done with these ones they have canned up punani says for dubs in jail time get some rest make some friends finally get some ass punani you're not one to talk you know i want to talk to punani for a moment get him in the studio punani's our phone he's supposed to be coming out to uh, florida i think he already did and what didn't bother to look us up but he's a guy that He's a guy you could learn from, Dubs. Really? When it comes to getting some ass. Because if I remember Punani correctly, this was a man that did not Bastion care. Booger? Yeah. That did not care if a woman had a trophy. Mm. Kids did not stop him. Isn't that right, Johnny? What's up? Actually, they attracted him. <laughs> Am I on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're on. on. Yeah, here we go. What's up? Um, What is it that you... Uh, have you first? Did you already come to Florida? Yeah, I, I came down. Uh, had some uh, soccer stuff I had to do, and they had games both Saturdays. So, oh, so you couldn't come and hang out with nah, us in the hideout. And on top of that, I suck. So, mm. oh, right, true. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, but did, 
I know you also tend to have women in uh, the various places where you visit that you meet online, did you? Uh, down there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did meet someone for a couple days. And did you have sex? No, of course not. <laughs> really? She blew me off, of course. Wow. I know, I suck. How long, how long has it been since you've been pooned? Uh, 18 months, 16 months. Stop it. Yeah. You mean, yeah. Yeah. Sounds chipper yeah. about it. Well, I mean, it's, you know, of course, now that I got the heart attack thing going, I'm, you know, how long is it going to be in the future, you know? I forgot about the heart yeah. attack. Can I'm, you I'm even having, can I'm, you even pump blood no, well enough to... No, not with the meds they got me on. I got ED. I am the poster child. Wow. I haven't ever seen... It was December 27th. I have not... Um, you haven't... No. Wow. Yeah, I can't. Because of the pills? I think so. What kind of pills they have you on? I say dump them. <laughs> I can't do that. You aren't living. Oh, I know. You know what you need, my friend? A pump. No, the <laughs> art, the art stick of death. <laughs> That'll straighten you out. Probably. So, uh, literally. Um, so, oh, I, I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta find out about this. I'm inquisitive now. So, you have had no excitement? Uh, pretty much none. I, now, I mean, I did find out that you can force it. Did you? Did you? Did you try? Did yeah. you? Oh, try! I still do. Is do you? Let me. <laughs> I got to be careful. How I say. This. I know I, it, it's impossible. I mean, you will. You will learn this when you're as old as I am. You talk about hitting thirty. You when you were there. Yeah. And you were attempting to be with yourself. Yeah. And you were not cooperating. Uh, it, do you? Do you then? Like, is there a shame that washes over you and a sadness that is that is unmatched? Oh, it is horrible. And it, what, is, it is the worst feeling in the world. After you give up, what's the first thing you go do? Do you just sit there and watch TV? Or, or do, do, you, do you take a walk? You take a just shower. To kinda... Honestly, you take a shower because you feel dirty. Do you cry? Yeah, you do. You're like, you know, back back in the day, you know, could do this five times a day. Do you, do you almost tell people now, pre-heart attack, that you need to spend more time punching the clown? To I, I am seize the day. Carpe it, diem. It's you it's like to. it's like the people who get into a car accident and they're on wheelchairs, and it's like, man, if I could have before, I would run. <laughs> I would just I would enjoy running. Yeah, I mean it, that's. But the thing. for now, we need to enjoy running a batch. I, I miss it. I miss it truly. I do. And I mean, it's just. It, you do know, you think you'll ever be able to do it again? I've got. I'm supposed to go see the doctor for a follow up. And are you going to ask him yeah. about that? Oh, absolutely. Are you going to take Viagra just so you can be with yourself? I can't. Yeah, that, that, that's way too hard on the heart. Oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I assume it's what it, it is. The meds they got me on four different types of meds, and it is just it's sad. What are so, you on? Huh? Lisopril, uh, hydrazoline. Why don't you try Chloride. ecstasy? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Add that to your pill uh, how combo. Bad, how bad? Now you guys know how right wing I am and how straight and all that. And, you know, mm -hmm. God fearing. I've even thought about going back and smoking dope. You should. I should. Give it a try. Here's what's interesting. You're going to take all those pills. Are you taking anything for depression? No. I'm happy with life. <laughs> I've got the G-O-D in my life. Oh, you need the Y-O-D, the yardstick <laughs> of death. That's just, you know, I'd like to recruit you. Um, that's really amazing, though. Do you, so <laughs> do you still, like, try to chat with chicks online? Even that's kind of gone away. I mean, my last... Uh, is there so you don't even have that drive right yeah, now? Yeah, just none. Zip. Are, I mean, is, my friend with benefits, uh, that's pretty much gone. 
Well, sure, because you can't provide that, it. That's pretty much what happened. You're like the government, benefitless. Yeah. yeah. So, what, what drives you then, other than soccer? Did we ever get a Did we ever get a description of the friend with benefits? Um, what, what was she weighing in at? Uh, uh, roughly one seventy five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about five four, five five. Go ahead and laugh. I'm not yeah, laughing. For, no, you can for, laugh. It's cool. For Johnny, I like night, that chick. I know it's under two bills. I'm happy. Yeah, I, I was expecting two fifty, and she definitely, uh, uh, at least back then. Now we're talking again. Well, what did I say? Sixteen months. Now yeah. it's, it's, yeah, that's about right. Sixteen months. Yeah. So, but I mean, she she did other things as as you know the old handsome. <laughs> right, you know, right. Fat chicks try harder in other ways. Well, of course they do. Um, well, that's amazing, man. So you really don't have you don't care. Like whenever you might as well cut it off. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think you should. That's no, next week. No. <laughs> I I I wonder what it's like to go through life now without a sex drive. Do you not have a sex drive? Oh, I I, I desperately want one. But you don't have one it, though. It's not the, you know, uh, you guys both know that it's every 7 seconds you think about it. Mm-hmm. Now I think about it every 7 weeks. It didn't even cross your mind. It's like you've been castrated. I see a hot chick and I go, "Uh, eh. Yeah, Whoa. I know. It sucks. What does excite you then, honestly, besides soccer? Um, not much. Uh, all right, just put Freddie a do in your mind. See if we can get this thing going for you. I, well, I mean, you know, it is It is the... Uh, it Ronaldinho. No, no, see, doesn't do it. Doesn't do mm-hmm. it. Not even hot soccer chicks do it. Well, because there are none. Oh, well, heathermitts.com. Go look at it. <laughs> Please. Uh, National team player. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Punani. Man, that pleasure. was real depressing. Yeah, that was an uplifting story. <laughs> Holy cow. Go home and hug my junk. You should. You should go take advantage of it. Trophy or not. Oh, my God. All right. Is he out of the room? So we can talk about him? I did not realize that happened when you have a heart attack. Yeah, I didn't know it got that bad. Because the pills. Where you can't get excited. I wonder if that's... With all heart attacks, or if it's, he's just a special case. I wonder if it's because of the pills. I really don't think we should be taking pills anymore. Anyway, yeah, he's not living. That's that's not a way to live. It's just he's basically, you know, his his genitalia is like Terry Schiavo. Yeah, it's there, but what's the point? Same grin. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you might get something going, but it's not resemblance of life. Could you could you imagine if your life revolved around soccer, and that was the only thing that brought you pleasure? Yeah, I'd kill myself. I don't want to sign him up on the arch ticket death because that'll, yeah, be, that'll be that'll, that'll be, be a first fatality. Yeah, that'll be a victim. Like the crime for me would be recruiting him because I know he would die. <laughs> Within the five-week period. Wow, man. 800-636-1067. What's your biggest fear? Like, living. Like, what's your living your biggest fear? Because that's got to be a big one for dudes, where you lose yeah, all sexuality. Tough. Because at least... It, well, I don't want to make Panani feel bad, but sex is such a, a huge thing well, in a guy's life. And he's still in his... You know, 40s, I think. Would you want to lose all sexuality or have sexuality but not be able to act on it because, say, your area has some kind of big wound 
and you can't use it because of the pain that it would cause you. So you have the urges and everything, but you know you can't act on it. I think I would still want the urges because the urges make you feel alive. Yeah. He's dead inside. Punani is deader inside than Swayze. I want to ask Punani. Punani, you don't have to tell me. You don't have to. On the, you can just tell me on the IM. But would you swap your life for Patrick Swayze? Oh, come on. Of course he would. And Swayze even gets an extra 10 years. That's why when all these people are feeling bad for him, why? What an amazing life this guy got. Then you got Punani over here. No, there's someone who can't even should. get a chub. And the only thing he has going in is soccer. And we're making... Punani should be on the front pages of America's newspapers instead mm -hmm. of this selfish bastard, Patrick Swayze. And then only get me started on Brett Favre. Wah, I can't play a game anymore. Wah. He did cry pretty hard. That's one of the hardest cries I've seen. Imagine not being able to have your junk work. Man, I'd like to see him not be able to play that game again. See how mad, how mad he gets to himself. So what's your biggest fear? I would think losing sexuality is a big one. Losing sexuality is a big, big one. I think are having you, it and not being able to act on it would be another one, though. Right, you have a dog. Mm -hmm. You love your dog. Mm -hmm. I say probably a bit too much. No. I think you've done some stuff that would get you in prison. No, I have not. But you have your choice. Your dog is run over by a semi. Or you're in Punani's situation where you lose all sexuality. You just lose it. What do you choose? Forever? Yes, forever. Punani's never getting it back. He may get it back. There's Might a chance. As well tie it in a knot. Uh, Turn it inside out. I couldn't write a death sentence for my dog. If I had a chance to save it by losing my sexuality, I'd lose it. I'm sorry. I love that dog. Too much. Inappropriately. It's not inappropriate. It's a very appropriate, friendly love. Damn, dude. What? I'm sorry. Look, I got animals. I got a girlfriend. But I must be perfectly honest with you. You lose the sexuality. What's the point? If you're a dude, there's no reason to live. 800-636-1067. Again. Do you think you made in your pants? Yes, I do. That time, definitely. Uh, there's not a question. Do you need to take a break? Yeah. All right, we're going to take a very quick break and come back so that Dubs can go check himself. Oof. And I do. I want to talk about this. Like, Think about it. You're a guy. You're mm -hmm. driving right now. You're headed downtown. You're headed to your favorite bar. All right. The whole point of, the whole point of going out is to, to, to find a chick or even the excitement of the chick. A lot of times when you're going the out. The the hunt is the biggest part. Yeah, a lot of times when you're going out, you're just getting material for the spank bank. Mm-hmm. His spank bank is closed. He lost the combination to the vault. Wow. Take a break. Come back. It's a hideout. FN Dubs 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The Hideout.
A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomists. The hideout with El Jefe and J. Doug. With its overtones of bestiality. The hideout. Wrapping up the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK live tonight, 800-636-1067. I'm El Jefe, that is J. Dubs. Let's chat it up with Joe. Howdy, Joe. guys. Joe, Joe Radio. Yeah, Joe Radio coming up. Hey, how's the weather down there? Uh, it's a little chilly today, a little windy. Yeah, uh, it's like 68 chilling. degrees. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> what is it in D.C.? It, it's just hell. It was 78 at the beginning of the week, and now it's 40 and windy. I lost my power today. I had the trots at the beginning of the week. I got the killer yep. cold from hell. I mean, it's just mid-Atlantic hell up here. That's one thing I don't miss about D.C. The, uh, how often I lose my power in D.C. for some reason was ridiculous. It's a conspiracy. Is that what's getting covered tonight on Joe Radio? Actually, tonight is very interesting. Uh, my guest is Alec Rawls, and he has written a book about... Are you familiar with the Flight 93 memorial controversy? No. What's that? Well, apparently it's been designed... It hasn't been built yet, but it's been designed for Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and it looks like uh, uh, Islamic... Um, you know, the moon, the uh, crescent. crescent. Right, 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 right. Well, it looks like that. So everybody's upset about that. And I just stumbled on this, and I was like, what the hell is this? Really? Yeah, yeah. Google it, man. Uh, Flight 93 Memorial. So we'll be talking to him, and we will be... Did he design it? or No, he, he, did, the... he didn't design it. He found out about it and is, is uh, the leader of a movement to completely change the thing. What do you think? Is there? Do you think it's a conspiracy? You tell me. You look it up. It's... Uh, it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what people were thinking. So we're going to find out tonight. Very cool. Anything else going on with Joe Ardinger? Uh, like I said, I've been sick all week. I just want. I want. I want seventy degree temperatures and sunshine. Come on down. But we're going to have a good time tonight. I mean, I'm on the the tail end of this cold. So I mean, I'm jacking up on uh, Alka Seltzer Cold Plus right now. <laughs> I got like a big gulp cup of it. I love it. There he is. Take Joe. care, guys. Joe Ardinger, Joe Radio. Doing a show robo-chirping. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that was, was the last time you were high, yesterday? <laughs> no, I haven't been high in uh, hours. No, it, it, it's been a while since I've been high. Hey, you know, we were talking about being 30, because I did turn 30. Mm -hmm. And I made it through my 20s without doing a single drug. It, as long as you don't count the drugs I had to have for my colonoscopy. Now I'm thinking the 30s. Time for some drugs? It's time to dabble a little bit. You want to start hard? You know, I don't want to start... Unlike Punani? I don't want to... <laughs> you that. It's our break and go. No one knows what you're talking about. Uh, uh, I, J-Dubs, I want to start slow. I want to start with a gateway. And that gateway is meth. I'm thinking that's the <laughs> way I start it. Yeah, start slow with meth. That'll be good for you. It will keep you uh, keep you going strong, though. You know, we talked about this when we were in Orlando. They were doing all these specials about how bad meth is. Mm -hmm. And I was just watching them thinking, oh, my God, this sounds like the greatest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, these people are just staying busy. Talking you know. about how people worked three jobs and went to school and took care of their kids. I'm like, man, imagine yeah, the amount of crap drug. I could get done. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we'll keep the hideout on Saturday nights going. If you get messed up? Drove Silva does meth. Because if I'm going to be a program director, a morning host, 
Maybe with meth they can do a Saturday night show. But I think I may actually start with the pot. You gonna try pot? No. What do you think? Go ahead. I know you're not supposed to do it, you know. Don't do drugs. But we're in the hideout, so whatever. I say go for it. Why not? Because here's the thing. I always, I was always, I never, just, I just never did it. You know what I mean? I just, it's nothing to really it, brag about. Yeah, and it was a real big deal to me, too, to say I don't that know I... why. It was a real big deal to me to say I've never done it. it, it but now I can say, well, I, did, I never did it in my 20s. We have a, we have a uh, president, or a guy running for president, who has admitted to trying cocaine. Yeah. We have, you know... All oh, the, the president now uh, yeah. did it. Wow. Uh, he won't admit to it, though. Doesn't mean he didn't. Um, yeah, we had another president who said he smoked pot before. It's a normal thing to do. I think you missed out on a bit of life by not at least trying it. You're starting way late. But, uh, yeah. See, the other thing about it, too, though, is... Come up to my room tonight. Well, yeah? Yeah. I could have the other night, and I actually, we just forgot about it when I was home in Texas. Everybody got drunk. We didn't even get around to it. But the other thing is, all these people are on their socially acceptable drugs, mm -hmm. like Prozac and Zoloft, Alka-Seltzer Plus, Joe. Why not do the weed? The ganja. Mary Jane. Whatever What's you stopping you? Just your foolish... Uh... My own my little record, but now I feel like I've accomplished my record. Yeah, you're Cal Ripken. I am. I don't know, though. I wonder if I'd be setting a bad example for the kids. <laughs> the children that look up to Dro. No children look up to Dro. Mm. But it, there's, there's nothing like that? Because, you know, at, like, every, at every milestone in your life, you're like, okay, I made it this far without doing this. Maybe I'm going to take it up a notch. Finally try it? Yeah, I'm thinking pot at the age of 30, How gay sex at 40. <laughs> Beat me to it. See, who even needs you when I got... I'm running one step ahead of you. <laughs> setting it all up. 800-636-1067. I know some people look at... Like, you'd look at oddly if you haven't done drugs. Yeah. Well, at this it, point in your life? It seems like something that's a natural thing to try. I mean, everybody tries it, basically. Not me. I'm special. You're special. I know. That was my whole thing, though, is I could say, well, I've never done it before. I've you, never you, done a drug a day in my life. You worked at a rock station for a long time, and then an FM talk station, a place where people are pretty lenient on the drug past. It's not like you are, you know... But listen, I couldn't be where I am now. You are working as a program director and a AM talk show host in the morning in Tampa. You are trying to move up to the Catholic Church or something Yet. like that. Let's go to Matt. Line one, you're in the hideout at WJFK. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, back in high school, just like everyone else, I did a lot of drugs, and then mm -hmm. I got a normal job, and I was like, I'm cutting it all out, and then a lot of stress for a couple years, and I, I, I started smoking pot again, and as an adult, I felt like I was able to control it, not just be baked out of my mind, so it's not that bad. The only thing I'm really waiting for is when I find out I have terminal cancer, and then it's full-blown smoking my head off <laughs> all day long. Thank you, Matt. But it's not that bad. As long as you moderate it, you're cool. Yeah. You know, and that's the other thing, too. People were asking, what about this Swayze guy who's been in the news this week? I forget what for. 
pancreatic cancer. Oh, that's right. And, like, would you look down on him if you wanted to start smoking pot now? No. Then why is it illegal? That's the thing keeping me from doing it is it's illegal. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. I'm serious. I don't like to do illegal things. I don't speed. Yeah, but you drive erratic like a madman. Within the no. rules. I almost got into a fight with a guy on the way in today. Really? Yeah, I was merging onto uh, the highway here, and he wouldn't let me merge. Well, slow down. You don't have the right of way. So I forced my way in. He got upset, pulled up next to me, starts you know waving his hands all around. I start waving him back, start doing the pointing to the side, you know, the road, like telling him to pull over, like I'm gonna do something. I I get you know so what? tough on the highway. I'm one of those people who act like, oh, I'm gonna whoop some ass now. Yeah. He doesn't know who he messed with. Yeah, <laughs> I did that too. Somebody cut me off, and so I started flashing him. And then they, like, slowed down mm. and wouldn't let me get by as I was trying to go around them. I'm like, you know what, this this isn't a fight worth fighting. You know what keeps you from more road rage, though? What? We, Probably. I don't know that, but just going to assume. And it, it's, so, it's so odd, though, that you can't talk about, like, you can't encourage weed, yet you can run commercials for a drug that essentially does the exact same thing. Doesn't that seem stupid to anybody else? Or is this a battle we've already established? And this is something that I'm going through in my mind. Like, I could go to a doctor and get a prescription for something to say, hey, you know, I just need to... I don't know. Mellow out. Yeah, I want to yeah. relax. I got my legs shake. They're restless. Yeah, you got give restless me, legs. Give me something. But then pot, on the other hand, you can't do. Something that's natural from the earth. I'm already starting to talk like a pothead. Mm-hmm. But it's not even about talking like a pothead. It's you're being rational, aren't you? That's what pie I'd say. I, I'm not a big but fan of But I'm not even a pothead. I'm not a big fan of pie. I just don't like the, the buzz it gave me. Uh, I loved it when I was in high school. Right. I loved it. Uh, but I, I, I've tried it since then a couple times, and it, it I get self-conscious. The whole I, paranoid thing? Yeah. You know, not, paranoid not, not dude. really paranoid, but I just get self-conscious, and I don't do anything. I sit there. I become a, a true... Uh, couch potato, don't do or say anything just because I I don't want to uh, say something stupid. Do you eat when you're high? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't do pot then. I think someone's going to make me skinny. I need coke. I've never gained a pound when I was smoking weed. When I stopped, that's when I got fat. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it does something to your metabolism or what. That's another reason they were touting this meth. They're like, man, you get, get thin. You get skinny. It really does almost seem like a miracle drug. Meth? Look, I don't know that for a fact, and maybe it's destroyed a lot of people's lives, but Dateline NBC has really watched the way they market this stuff. Because they start throwing all this these facts out about it, and you're like, hmm, I know what my life's missing. Meth. I'm sorry. That's just the way I see it. 800-636-1067. That's one of the few things I've been pondering this week that isn't related to politics in Tampa because of my new gig. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to do it. No? No. Why not? Because I can't. i got to be a... i got to be a Responsible? Person. i got to be a person that's responsible. I'm now a member of a community. The AM Talk community. 
Why don't you just get into you pain never, pills? You never see a, a lot of AM talkers. You, you ruined the bit. <laughs> yeah, I see where I was going. Thanks for stepping on it. Jay Johnson. All right, let's get out of here. All right, before we go, I want to reflect one more time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple things that debuted tonight. Yeah. You're right. Today in the show, we talked about Patrick Swayze, and we put a little something just to kind of reflect on his career. Yeah, his career in the NFL at the um, no. Green Bay Packers. No, Patrick Swayze is the actor, and here is just a little taste of his genius. Tonight, the hideout pays tribute to a man. In the pure form of the word, he is Patrick Swayze. I've hired the best damn cooler in the business. From now on, he's in charge of all the bar business. What he says goes. Morgan, you're out of here. What the f- are you talking about? You don't have the right temperament for the trade. What am I supposed to do? There's always barber college. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dead man. I'm telling you straight. It's my way or the highway. Cancer may be eating away at him, but we have feasted on his talent for years. Patrick Swayze. She's like the wind. All right, that's one thing. One big thing from the night. Let's take John on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK real quick. John? Hey, what's up? Go ahead, dude. Hey, dude, I wanted to tell you all about a little incident with road rage I had. Okay. I had this one guy, I uh, cut him off a little bit, and he got pissed off at me, sped around me, cut me off. So I, so I did the same thing, man. And then when I got in front of him, I stood up on my seat and I mooned him. <laughs> and uh, this guy got so pissed off, man. He followed me for like 10, 15 miles, called the cops and everything, dude. <laughs> did you get pulled over? <laughs> Nah, man, the cops never found me, I guess, man. I stopped at a stoplight with him behind me, and he pulled, he walked out, walked up to the car and told me he called the cops. And I That's just so funny. Thank, <laughs> thanks, John. Appreciate Later, it. John. You winner. Heretic. He, he did. That's a heretic that won. You should be going to hideoutheretics.net. And another big announcement that happened tonight? The biggest of them all. I don't know about that. Dro Silva, that's you all, high faith. During the week, we'll be... No, uh, we're two separate people. Let's get that correct. We'll be doing an AM talk show in Tampa, Florida, uh, the Joe Silva Show. and I don't expect you to listen to it over the junkies. Just download the podcast. Here's uh, the promo for that. Premiering next week. Joe Silva. Stop being distracted by the meaningless. From 9 to 10 a.m. OJ, it does not affect you. So don't spend hours of your weekends consumed with it. Don't waste your time on these things because they're distracting you from the real issues. Bro, Silva. Dummy. From 9 to 10 weekday mornings following Mark Larson's Morning Magazine. Part of the News Talk AM 1040 WWBA Difference. That guy sounds like a genius. Then I might be program director this time next week at the very same station. And we don't know really what that means for the future of the hideout. I do. This was the last show. No, I want to thank no, DC for everything they've no, done for no, us. No, 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 no. I'm sure we'll see you again at some point because no one ever really leaves WJFK. <laughs> we are not done. We'll be here next week, uh, I think. I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to announce my retirement. No. I'm CK, if you want to go ahead and find another show to replace us, that's fine. No. We'll be here next week, CK. Do not find another replacement. Do not hire anyone else. Keep us on. And promote if you want. 
We're within. We like to promote within. Joe Silva doesn't have time to do nights. Yes, you do. Oh, half day. It's time. I'm really going to have to get on the mat for that. Whatever. <laughs> Thank you for looking out for me. Not a problem. If you want to download any of the old shows, new shows, Joe Silva shows, all that stuff is on hideoutheretics.net. That's the one we should just start promoting now. We've been giving out Hideout Radio, but I realized the link is down on Hideout Radio to Hideout Heretic. Is it? And that's the fan board. Okay. Also, there's the page on WJFK.com. Dubs is finally going to begin blogging for the Yardstick of Death. Monday, that starts up. Um, go to MySpace.com slash JDubs517. If you are a girl with a kid or not, I don't care. You'd like are to, you now to the point where you're like trolling to, the airwaves? Yes, I am. If you'd like to uh, jump in on that, bring it on. Wow. Hey, thank you to uh, Johnny Panani, man. I didn't realize you are going what you are going through, dude. Yeah. I know you had the heart attack, but even worse than the heart attack is the lack of... It, and the reason I'm trolling on the air now is because Johnny Panani's story. I know i got to seize the day. i got to try to get something going. All right. Thanks to Sideshow, did a bang-up job as usual. Of course. Joe Radio next. He's going to get down to this thing that's going on in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Flight 93. We should talk uh, CK into doing five nights a week, hideout in Joe Radio. Goes back and forth every half hour. We do one break, Joe Radio does one break. We do one break. I love it. Joe Radio. I think the natural... Keep the listeners on their toes. The, nat- the natural transition is Donna Mike or Mike when that happens into Joe Radio mm. into the hideout that's me personally what I think should happen I like the back and forth every half hour we get we get well, if you're gonna do that let's do it by quarter hour every 15 minutes we no, just come in and switch out I would like to have a nice long time to eat smoke every half hour yeah have a nice half hour break every half hour then I could prep for my morning show. No, you quit that. No, never. That's silliness. I'm the next one back. All right. <laughs> Looks like we're done. Yes, you'll see me on CNN Headline News in about seven years. Drow Silva, mark the day. All right, Dubs. Get off the coattails. We'll see you guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys next weekend. Maybe. Hideoutheretics.net. Hideoutradio.com. Uh, probably in the next 48 hours, be able to download the podcast at WJFK.com. Mm. If we don't ever talk to you again, it's been great. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Maybe. I think. Until then, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. <laughs>